Are you ready to get pumped full with a hot gushing load of nostalgia? Get the tissues out. It's nostalgia time. Oh, God. Remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that one. And it was, uh, it was where we decided to maybe move in a different direction with the introductions. <laughs> This is episode 9.1. So Remastered. Yeah, remastered, redone, remixed, re-recording because somehow we lost episode 9. So there is a, a slight gap. It's been a few weeks since we've been able to publish. Um, and we're going to try and do this again. Now, it's a, bit of a, it's a shame as well because I think that maybe Toys was our best ever episode. I think if anything was going to get us in the podcasting Hall of Fame, it was that one. I think it was the one we were most looked forward to as well because yeah. I think most children have such a... But interestingly, not all children because I've been speaking to people about the podcast and there's certain people, naming no names, that um, have recollection of like two toys, but they are female, whereas I think for boys and toys are just like go together in harmony. I don't necessarily... Toy boys. Toy boys, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't necessarily recall having too many female friends when I was younger. Most of my, you know, like when I was like from five to like 13, most of the time I'd be hanging with like boys playing sports and doing boy stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really, I'm not saying I'm an expert in, in I'm saying not an expert in women's toys because that sounds weird <laughs> as hell. That satisfies. <laughs> Personal massages. I'm not an expert in, in what girls of, of, of our age might have necessarily done but um i certainly remember some of the adverts for them yeah but um i'm not even sure why i started talking about girls toys no. anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna stick to what i'm familiar with i think yeah so this isn't the best podcast ever recorded this is just the tribute exactly it was it was the best one unfortunately it's lost yeah. somewhere on the internet it got saved over it's not as if we can find it in deleted items it's just just gone it's gone gone as it ever will be but we'll, we'll, we'll give it a go we'll give it a go um, so do we, what do you want to do? Do you want to kick it off with like kind of like toys chronologically when you was your youngest, the, the first toys you remember? Or do you want to just kind of go kind from of, ones that you fondly remember? Well, interestingly, my first point is both probably how I'd, cause I'd, I'd, I'd kind of thought about it in different categories. So just to be clear, this is not just about all toys because ah, we true, feel yeah, it's yeah. such, a, such a, a vast episode of our, such a vast part of our 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 histories that actually to do it justice we'd need to break it up into a few different ones so this is kind of loosely about kind of action figures yeah. and things although definitely now looking at my notes i've there's some certain things which aren't action figure related but kind of feel like they fit into this conversation we probably do one about board games or maybe outdoor toys and things like that because there would have been the other and then electronic electronic toys, toys yeah um be warned um anyone that's not into old school gaming you might find about 50 episodes that are going to not interest you at all because this is the ones that that's the one we're looking forward to yeah maybe we should like do in season two because we're probably going to do this in seasons aren't we so maybe in season two we could do video i don't know i don't know we'll think of a way of doing it but yeah i think we can do like a yeah different seasons for different topics of conversation or even keep the nostalgia pieces as nostalgia tron and do maybe I don't know. Maybe a spin. Maybe we could do a mini series about video games. Like a special. Yeah. 
like a we used to have like specials at the end of the Christmas like, special, like a MacGyver special. Yeah, like an hour long, hour and a half long feature film version of of a MacGyver, and hotly anticipated. Well, like in Friends, when it's like um, just all kind of like clips from previous episodes because can't be bothered to do another episode yeah that would be yeah like the just cut together like the highlights the yeah. highlights are real yeah yeah maybe we could do that um but yeah there's definitely there's definitely some some areas that mike and i some areas we'd like to explore with each other <laughs> <laughs> but no that we've got certain a lot luckily of it's not a video podcast no no exactly there's certainly a lot of um ah shit we've got to record it as well we could have actually recorded this got a video yeah what is he going to record it on, like GoPro? I've got GoPro and just plug it in. Anyway, we won't this time. Just no. because I can't probably mess it up. If anyone's interested in seeing two guys looking like Right Said Fred with microphones in front of their faces. Yeah, right Said Fred recording session. Yeah. Slightly less buff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've broken it down into, well, actually in different types of toys. So like kind of soft toys or plushies i guess you might you might want to call them to to kind of action figures to did you call them soft toys or plushies when you were no kid? definitely soft toys yeah yeah plushies, plushies is, i think is, is an american thing uh, absolutely um but actually the first point the first toy stroke i mean would you call a soft toy because it's really not a toy it's more like a companion at a certain isn't friend. it exactly <laughs> <laughs> like well my first my first point was was, was first friend both um my first real friend that Real, as in not imaginary. Did you ever have an imaginary friend? No. I didn't either. No. I think that's probably... I'd love to understand how people that had an imaginary friend turned out. Yeah, I wonder if anyone that we know had an imaginary friend. Did anyone listening to this podcast have an imaginary friend? If you did, please do send us a, a, a tweet or at Hi Nostalgitron or go to the website and um, leave the deets because... You definitely I, um, won't take the piss out of you. Yeah, but they kind of seem to, like... In TV series or th- I just remember imaginary Always. friends being quite a yeah. quite a thing, and then parents saying, "Oh, he's got an imaginary friend." So just um, if he starts talking about them, then just kind of go with it. And I'm not sure if that actually happened to me or I actually saw that on television. Yeah, I wonder if it is an actual thing that happens. I guess it must be, right? Oh, absolutely, must happen because it's just like you say, imaginary friend, and everyone just thinks about kids having imaginary friends, but I don't know anyone who had an imaginary friend, or at least I can't remember. I thought I had a friend at primary school called Luke Simmons, but he ended up being an absolute a-hole and yes. still trying to see my girlfriend. So you, so you will hear in a, in a future episode. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, is it a future episode? Actually, it's a future episode. Yeah, we've recorded that one. Mm. Um, so my first... But yeah, what was I saying about imaginary friends? Wouldn't it be interesting to kind of go back and see like what they are like as adults because I reckon that might be some kind of early warning sign that well, the... they're mentally unstable or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 90% of people with imaginary friends are in jail or something like that. I wonder how, like, I wonder if any of them kind of maintain that friendship into their, like, adulthood as well. I wonder if adults have imaginary friends. They do, but if, if an adult has an imaginary friend, it's not necessarily socially acceptable. <laughs> as a child having it, it's all very well to have an imaginary friend. Nobody's going to say you've got bipolar or something like that, but as an adult, if you said you had an imaginary friend, people would be like, <laughs> "Yeah, what the hell? Like, wonder, really? like, you should probably go and speak to somebody about that. If like they had them since they were kids, does that imaginary friend grow up with them or does it stay the same age? So like you're a 30 year old, but you've got an imaginary friend who's five. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. And maybe they're, they're just reflections of themselves. Maybe. 
Some, well, obviously, it's, it's, it is a, it's a projection of themselves in some form. This is getting pretty deep about imaginary friends. Interesting. But you never had an imaginary friend. No, I really, really want to know now from someone that's had one there. I am actually going to go down a, probably a rabbit hole about this after this episode because I realise there, there might be more to meet the eye, like trans- Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> that was not even planned. No, that was good. Um, so, yeah, the first, the first toy that I was going to talk about was my, my BFF from probably the ages of zero to three, Panda. What's your BFF's name? Panda. <laughs> and he was a panda but a panda in the shape of like a teddy bear so the classic two ears two arms two legs body head together and a kind of pointy kind of nose that was a button but not like a button it was like a nose yeah yeah, yeah. like some i used to think that kids that had soft toys soft toys that had the nose as an actual button was a bit oh i don't think i knew anyone had an actual well, button I mean, nose toy but yeah i'm sure that maybe there's just a cartoon thing that people old school yeah kind of imagine that but Panda was 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 this was just basically like a panda teddy bear. I where don't did know, you meet? Don't know where he came from. I think there's pictures of me, literally newborn. Not oh, like, really? Not like bathed in blood, newborn, but kind of fresh little baby, just yeah. minutes or hours old, with panda next to me. And panda was much bigger than me at the time. However, wow. He, I grew up much faster than panda. He, he never grew. No. And I don't. I don't remember having anything apart from a personality, but he's probably still there in my dad's. I was going to say, Jack is still around. So he's, he's still around. He's older than you then, most likely. Absolutely, because he yeah. was there when I was born and he would have been living his best life until that point. Until, until, our, until, uh, until for a stroke of luck, our paths crossed and we became best friends for like three years. Really? Pretty much until the point I met anyone else and I just ditched him. <laughs> as soon as I could have a social engagement with anyone apart from an inanimate object so he got ditched but I guess that's the way it goes did you have a lot of soft toys? not really I think my brother had a, a Ralph from the Muppet Babies oh really? Yeah, I was a little cool. bit jealous of this Ralph um, I don't know why but I had Panzer and for some reason my brother had this kind of pretty massive teddy bear which is about three times the size of Panda and um, he dominate him? Well, not really, because being an older brother and having two years advantage on somebody at the age of soft toys is pretty much enough to deal with most situations if it comes down to being the dominator or the dominated. So <laughs> I'm not sure Panda ever got dominated. I'm not sure there was even a move by Mega Teddy to dominate Panda. Mega Teddy. Well, he was pretty mega. He was like pretty big. Panda is definitely still about. I think he's a bit worn in certain places, which sounds weird. Um, <laughs> But his nose is a bit squashed, but both eyes still remain. I mean, these, these, these toys were built to last. I've, I'm sure in adult life, I've had some form of kind of stuffed th- uh, like toys of sorts, like given to me or won them at like a, on those grabber machines. And, yeah, yeah. And within like months, they've probably come away at the seams. They're just not built particularly well. This, this bear would have been really well made. Like, and this is, a, this is a thing that I remember is that a number of the, number of the toys that we had were they wouldn't break particularly easily most of the time yeah i wonder yeah i wonder like um if manufacturing of this kind of stuff has got cheaper i don't know i'm not sure we'll kind of talk about that a little bit later in the transformers i feel like a lot of my um stuffed toys met an early demise because i had a dog and i think the dogs used to fucking rip them to shreds ah uh, yeah we never had never had such a problem but yeah definitely dogs like 
dominating <laughs> soft toys in various ways. Ragdolling. Ragdolling or some smaller dogs. Yeah, yeah. Definitely see it as a conquest. <laughs> I, can, I can remember at least two of my soft toys. One was called Mickey. Mickey the... Monkey. Mickey the monkey? Yeah. What kind of monkey was he? He looked a bit like an orangutan, orangutan, I think. But oh, yeah. a real, really little one, though. Like, maybe like sort of eight inches tall, like a little thing. Little dangly arms. But it's all just like soft toy and no kind of plastic parts. Yeah, not, not like those little grabber things monkeys used to have, which we used to pinch their back and their arms used to open up like a bulldog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not one of those. Like, I'm sure... Actually, I'm sure I had a panda that did that as well. And I got given this like kind of semi-plastic, semi-fabric thing, which you pinched his arms and his arms open and close like he's going to grip something or hug them. And, ah, and yeah, putting, that sounds quite familiar, actually. And putting him in this palm, like this miniature palm tree that my mum had in the corner, just thinking it was the coolest <laughs> fucking thing I'd ever seen, this panda up a palm tree. And yeah. I was just, because for some reason in my mind, pandas did actually climb trees at the time. So I thought I was... Kind of, it's oh nice. my god, what coincidence I've got a panda and a palm tree. Give it a bit of uh, scale a, and context, yeah, I like it. Not a panda and a bamboo tree, which would have been much more appropriate if it's been sat there munching it, because that's all they kind of do is just munch bamboo all day and never yeah, used to, trees. They should have been extinct years ago, shouldn't they? They should have been extinct there's years a lot ago. Of, there's a lot of um, How do they talk about that, They must there? taste bad. Well, apparently, like with pandas, the, the amount of effort and money that's been ploughed into keeping pandas from extinction could have saved many other different species, but because it's kind of like the, the mascot for the WWF, they kind of kept it going. Vince Mc... Uh, right, world, yeah. world, world Not the rest of I was going to say, I, was, I don't know. It's a um, classic, classic joke. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So apparently, like, really, they shouldn't have bothered wasting their resources and money on padders because really, they, they, they're not really supposed to be around anymore because they're so uh, selective about what they eat and their habitats. Just because they're it's sensitive about... It's not survival about, of the about, fittest about, at all, is it? Well, let's not get People into, just like them because they look Let's cool. not get into a philosophical debate about what survival of the fittest means <laughs> in terms of people's right to, to stay alive or, or animals' right to stay alive. It's a Yours was. Well, you know all pandas belong to China. Yeah, even if they're like born in a zoo in another country. Yeah. They're kind of like leased out, aren't they? Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? That's, um, that is really weird. You'd think that there'd be like pandas that have belonged... Anyway, it's not great. Yeah, there's probably like multiple <laughs> species of, of like slugs and insects and like reptiles stuff that have gone extinct because there hasn't been funding for it because of the fucking pandas, basically. Because mm. the slug isn't as cuddly and cute. Oh, there's definitely racism. I've had this discussion many times. Animal, animal, racism. animal racism, yeah. I mean, who is not racist against mosquitoes? Nobody's like, oh, yeah. save the mosquito. But if like, if you, if you, did the imagine if you did the equivalent of what you do to a mosquito to a panda. So you just slammed it with about 10 million times its body weight and just splattered it against your wall. People yep. would not be very happy about that. Exactly. Who's to say that one life is worth more than another? But, but with a mosquito, it's fine. Wasps generally get treated like shit. Yeah. I think that's, um, I think that's a, bit, a bit unfair. But I mean, I'm a, I'd be perfectly honest with you, I am racist as hell when it comes to animals as well. I will, your... kill a, I will kill them. I will kill I would kill a mosquito, but I would never do that to a, a cat. No, I'm not, no. <laughs> well, exactly, but I am, therefore, because I definitely do it to mosquitoes. Um, which animal species have you killed the most of, do you think? Mosquitoes? Yeah. Species or type? Is a mosquito a species, species or is it a fly? Mm-hmm. I, think it's a, my, I think it's a species. Um... No? 
I don't know. Anyway, mosquitoes, yeah. absolutely number one. Um, number two, I would say... Like the common ant. The com- oh, that's a good point. I know, them, I'm sorry, you? the common ant must take it because when I was... When I was younger, we used to have an ant's nest and I used to pour boiling water on them because yeah, that's what yeah. you used to have to do to get rid of the ant's nest because they used to just invade your homes. Do you know there's more biomass of ants on this planet than there are humans? Is it? How many ants are there? I mean, how many ants would it take to make one mic? So if they rally together, they could probably take us out. But they've got the hive mentality as well. They're like the Borg. Well, the Borg are like them, I guess. It's probably the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Designed after copied, something on Star Trek. Yeah, one of like, I saw this great episode of Star Trek the other day, and I've got a plan. Instead of us working independently, we should work together like the Borg. I was like, what the fuck is the Borg? Like, Star Trek is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But it sounds like a good idea. And then all of the ants just gang together. It'd be quite terrifying. Isn't that what, like, one of the cartoon characters is, like, this Ant-Man, and he turns into a load of ants, but not like... What, Ant-Man? Well, not that Ant-Man, no, because he just gets big as... As but he, he controls ants and stuff. He like rides in the backs and stuff, doesn't he? Oh, really? Maybe it is Ant-Man from a cartoon series there. Yeah. I just remember him from the cartoon just having this kind but of... Do you remember, remember the film and he's like, he's got that friend who's an ant and he's riding on his back. Yeah, and but I'm about. thinking of a cartoon where he's got like a legion of ants that yeah. he kind of turns into this kind of ant being oh, really? made of ants, yeah. Ants-man. Ants-man, yeah. Not to be confused with ant-man. Ant-man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, definitely... Ants number one, mosquitoes number two, probably wasps number three. Because mm. the common fly is surprisingly more difficult to kill than anything. They're the hardest to, I mean, I'm not like some insect genocidal <laughs> maniac that goes around killing insects. But I've I would never say, actually seen an insect in your house, though. I've never seen a fly flying around an ant crawling about. I reckon you do take them out. It's because I have my air conditioning on 365 days a year and I don't have any windows open. It's cause of else. But if they do get in, and sometimes they do, I will, I will hunt them down. I am like, uh, I don't know, I'm like uh, a hitman for mosquitoes. I've got techniques and everything. Like, I use my cushions if they're on the ceiling because then it doesn't squash it because I've got white ceilings and you don't want oh, blood on your ceilings because you can't wash it off so easily so i use a a, a pillow or a cushion because it kind of does enough to kill them but doesn't squash them um but number yeah ants mosquitoes wasps common fly always gets out of the way unless you've got a fly swat which is a surprisingly effective way of killing common flies i don't think i've ever used a fly swat you know they're pretty good are they yeah for some reason flies don't seem to see them either which because if you try and catch a fly, it will just fly away all of the time. Like maybe one out of a thousand will you time we get a common. In comparison to us, they see it in slow motion, don't they? Exactly. Not that thing, like on the David Attenborough um, show once, they kind of life of insects, and then they, they could see like what it looks like to a fly, and yeah. you kind of be like, crawl, like moving towards them really, really, really slowly. Yeah, exactly. But what? But why does that like wasp definitely? Are they really more easily distracted? Are they proportionately bigger? But it definitely mm. like if a wasp is on a table, I think. I mean, I don't like using my hands because you'd think you're going to get stung, but I think like 70% of the time I'm going to take a wasp first Just flying time. around your pint at the pub. First time, I'll bat it away and I'll probably hit it, but try and bat a fly away, they're fast as hell. Imagine if wasps evolved to be as fast as hell as like houseflies. Maybe they'd take over the world. Yeah, but they were the same size as us. Oh, that'd be awful. Their eyes are just awful. And a stinger would be awful. I saw a tweet uh, yesterday, I think it was, if you take like the top section of, um, I think it's like a blue ball or a fly, it looks like someone in fishnet tights bending over. It looks like their bum with like a thong in between it wearing a fur jacket. I'm to look it up. 
Okay, check that out. Yeah. And your top three enemy <laughs> um, species killed? Top three species killed? I reckon it's probably... I, don't, I reckon the ants probably. Do you have to do the, mic, the uh, magnifying glass on the ants? I don't like burning necessarily... In the I'm just going gonna, gonna to gonna just quickly retract. Maybe my number three is a morse. Maybe it's daddy long legs. Because oh. I remember our school used to just get infested by daddy long legs. I'm sure John Eagles ate a daddy long legs once in oh, front of Probably. Me. There's enough of them in our school. Like, get quite just to be one month and they just come out. And there always used to be this story that they're like super poisonous, but their mouths weren't big enough to, or their stingers weren't big enough to actually. But that's not them though, is it? There is, there is a creature, isn't there? But you know what Americans call daddy long legs and what we call daddy long legs are different. What we call daddy long legs are crane flies. You know the ones with the dangly legs that kind of fly around all like Yeah. Yeah, that's not daddy long legs. Daddy long legs is you know the little tiny spiders with the tiny little body and the really long legs. No way. That's a daddy long legs. Apparently they're mega poisonous. No. But they but they can't break through your skin, yeah. That, I know exactly All this what time we've been calling them daddy long legs, but yeah, it's a crane fly. But what a weird name. Daddy <laughs> long legs. Daddy. Daddy long legs. Get over here. Sounds awful. <laughs> Sounds awful. Daddy long legs. Yeah, look. Crane fly. It's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, we always called them daddy long legs at school. Well, I It'd think be like horrible... the English way of calling things is probably our, our ways would be the right way. Yeah, I imagine so. Americans tend to uh, just take, take what they want from the English language and make their own adjustments. Um, so, yeah, soft toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so panda and you had um... um so mickey the monkey and also had another one called uh mikos M- mikos <laughs> do you like name them after you i don't know what it says about my personality that i name all my toys after how, myself how many more could you have got you could have got a miguel a miguel definitely yeah, I could have had a miguel, yeah, yeah. um like mick. A Migali- miguelito mick mick yeah um it's kind mitch. of Maybe mitch no, mitch is, mitch is not really a mic abbreviation um, yeah mikos see i well where do you think i got mikos from um i holiday. reckon you were in uh did you buy him from a, a greek restaurant um no it's from greece from mykonos i i in yeah, greece yeah i guess that um yeah yeah so and that was one of the ones that had like the dangly arms in fact like kind of curly hair but it had like a rubbery sort of face and rubbery hands and fingers and you could put the fingers into its nostrils and they kind of stay there. So yeah. It's picking its nose. I remember this. For what? Yeah, that was, there's some pretty gross thing, features in these. Like, I definitely remember a monkey where you could put his finger up his nose, his plastic monkey. And then you'd have like TV adverts for girls' dolls and they'd be like, actually pisses and shits himself. Oh, yes, like, disgusting. Maybe he didn't poo himself, but definitely there was a baby that wet himself where you had the kind of girl would have obviously had to change a nappy. And I remember seeing these adverts and be like, why do you want to, like, you've got robots, you've got board games, you've got electronic games. Why would you want just to have a baby which you have to clean up after its yeah. wee-wee? Like why are parents forcing their children into toys that is basically teaching them kind of domesticity? But it's like, clean up after people. It's kind of weird, though, isn't it? Do you think there is... Inside of all people, there is a natural attraction for girls to like dolls, or do no. you think it's because they're conditioned to be? It's going to get get some early practice in on being a mother. I know yeah. you're like two, two I, years old. But... I know this is a whole like nature and nurture thing, isn't there? But I think that I don't know. I don't think it's pre-programmed, is it? Especially not at that age. Sure, well, I don't know. We must. I don't know. But then 
I mean, we'll talk about it in a bit, but how many weapons did you own as a child? <laughs> Weapon. Not many, actually. I don't think I had many weapons. Oh, I had guns, I had guns, swords, bows and arrows. And why is that okay for a boy to have? So women get given babies, men get given items of war and yeah. toys that just fight each other. I mean, is it because we are more pre predisposed for aggression? And yeah, but all, the, all the advertising would have been targeted towards the boys and the girls in separate ways, wouldn't it? But still, it still happens. Mm. Like Barbie, it, Barbie yeah. is a girl's toy. And, and, and in 2021, which is the year we're recording this podcast, for those of you in 2021 and yeah. listening back to good old Owen and Mike, greetings to the future. Yeah. Um, I hope you've, you've managed to move beyond these um, unwoked, woke way of positioning toys. Hopefully COVID's gone. Maybe there will be no genders in 3021. So... Just no, there's fucking loads of genders, probably. It'll just, yeah, all that, all that. Everyone has their own yeah. pre predetermined, like their fingerprint yeah, yeah. has their own gender. But it's weird, isn't it? So it's it's obviously like a cultural thing, but it's quite an important cultural thing. There's not many other things you can think of which are quite so sexist in there. Mm. I mean, all sports now tend to get kind of regular coverage for both. Then as well, when we were kids, you'd never have seen this. You'd have never seen this kind of segmentation based on sex yeah like this is like a topic of conversation that comes up quite a bit because i've got quite a young form group at school but i've had them since like quite young and it would, a lot of the girls would kind of complain about say like uh wages for sports people and how different they are for get for women and, and, and for men and the boys argument is yeah but no one's gonna watch um, no one's going to pay to watch like a girls team or not as many people are going to pay to watch a girls team as a world boys team so they were talking about like Barcelona and Messi and stuff like that but the argument was yeah but why is that so. but I think it's about and this is going to sound really controversial and probably not the best discussion for a toys podcast but I think it's because the quality is better in, in the in, in, like you want to see the very best so you, you can who you can argue that Beyonce is the biggest selling kind of music artist. I mean that might may, may be factually correct, but she definitely has been at some point. Yeah. Because she's just the best singer. Mm. Like she's better singer than say Jay Z, who's maybe a really talented kind of writer. But if you want to see the best singer, like the her concerts sell more tickets than Jay Z's, I'm certain, because she's the best performer. So if you're the best, you should get paid the best. And that's how I feel about sort of I'm for, genetically men are from a sports perspective just built to be more stronger and have have more endurance therefore the spectacle which they perform is probably going to be better but there's there is also no doubt some inherent sexism in there as well oh yeah i mean because how long how long have uh have women been playing compared to to men like how what are the opportunities like what's the training like that, that, again, but so do, do you think there's going to be sports which which I mean, but, but you don't see men synchronised swimming, do you, in the Olympics? I didn't watch the Olympics. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a female-only sport. But I don't understand things like darts, for example, where you have, like, women's and men's league, or snooker. Like, how, I don't understand how that, like, physically, genetically, you can be more prepositioned towards one sex or another. Particularly darts. Yeah. It's like, hand-to-eye coordination. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. Well, it's, it, but it's, I'm mean, sure it'd be different. Na- nature versus nurture. So, um, dolls. Yeah. Dolls. Yeah, they used to be a, re- a, a crazy selection of dolls. 
But there was one soft toy that I wanted that I could, that I could, that I never had. What was it? Teddy Ruxpin. What is Teddy Ruxpin? This kind of weird looking bear, but he had the most amazing, he could do so much stuff. I mean, he could say about 30 different phrases, which ah, at the time, like which at the time, I don't know if it's backed up by a cartoon. I think, didn't think maybe it was, but at the time having a, a soft toy that could do 30 different voices was honestly like being in the future. Do you reckon the it was like having an AI companion almost, having to say 30 <laughs> different Siri. phrases? No, like, I don't know, like the Terminator 2 robot. You're comparing Teddy Ruxpin to Terminator 2. Well, I think in terms of it, its actual ability to be like human as fuck, but again, <laughs> 30 different phrases and a Teddy does not. But at the time, it would have been the equivalent. Like, it was such a, it was such a novelty to have that many different. Like phrases normally you'd have the ones where you pull the drawstring at the back say yeah take me to your leader or yeah. something like that and that would be like that's pretty cool like you can pull a, a cord out of its back so for the younger listeners it would be like a the back of this figure you pull its back and it would say some i don't know how it worked quite quite, quite genius in some way but um, yeah it why to, was it always like a pulley so it must have been like almost like a tape like a played. record player like a mini record player which wound up the record player and then yeah said it. And it worked in the same way as like a wind up, like car might work. So it's yeah. kind of must be a spring that turns. And eventually, you'd, and I'm not even sure what characters had, but eventually you'd pull this thing too far once and then it would never go back in and that was it. Game over. No more talking robot. So do you think the reason why you didn't have Teddy Ruxpin is because your parents are like, fuck that. I don't want to be listening to that every day. That'd no. be so annoying. Maybe, maybe. What kind of stuff would he say? I love you, Owen. I'm your best friend. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Or... Let's go on an adventure. You know, the like, <laughs> most generic shit ever. Um, but I really wanted one, and I never got one. The and name's I'm, really familiar, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. When you see him, he looks like a bit of an idiot now, to be honest with you. He looks just a bit, anyway. But, because I was just doing a bit of research. But yeah, I, I really wanted to tell you, Axbim. Never, never got one. And the same way that I always wanted uh, lots of legs. Remember those I I know, caterpillar things? And some of these have uh, like eight legs. Yeah, and yeah. I just remember seeing it. I think it's maybe because I had a, a... I used to get the Guinness Book of World Records every year for Christmas. And I think one of the records was this lots and 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 lots of legs. What, it's the toy of the most amount of legs? I don't know what the record was, but it was going inside an aeroplane in the front entrance and coming out the back entrance. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was epic. I, I think Is that it like was, a commercially available toy? It's like the length of an airline. I don't know. No, it's much bigger than the airline because it was going up the steps in the entrance and it was coming out the back. And this was not like a like a like a, a Cessna. It was the commercial yeah. jet. Maybe I just made this up and this never existed. But in my mind, it's quite vivid. And I used to think that'd be the best yeah, amazing. Thing. You could like go in your front door all the way upstairs, round the bedroom, back down again into your. I back don't garden. think you'd be able to make it into the house if this thing was in the house. It would be so big. Where would you keep it in your bedroom? It'd be How like a expensive pe- that the be? only way you'd keep it would be to wrap it around all of the walls. Then you wouldn't be able to get in the door, and it would look like a padded cell <laughs> because yeah. you'd have this massive, like it's got to be at least, I don't know, seventy-five meters long in my mind. I kind of want one as well now. Pretty cool, wouldn't it? Mm. How do you get it back from the shop? Imagine the Amazon delivery of that bastard turning up. <laughs> How much packaging would Amazon use for that one? If they use enough for just an SD card and they're going to just pack in this 75 meter up soft toy, that'll, um, that'll test your Prime membership, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Get some real value for that on next day, depending on the cost and the markup, of course. And um, my friend had, my friend had a, a Glowbug. 
Uh, yeah, they were cool. I remember seeing the adverts for Glowbugs, I think, yeah. They were cool. Um, and I was talking about this yesterday about somebody about the Glowbugs, and I think kids like to have a nightlight, a bit of warmth yeah. and assurance, and this yeah. is what the Glowbug offered. To me, it offered a soft toy with a plastic head, which is great for beating people with. <laughs> it's a real weapon. Any global. soft toys, anything plastic on it, yeah. Because it'd be quite flexible as well, so you could kind of fling them at people, couldn't you? Exactly. And they used to do some, like, I mean, not serious damage, like we're not talking <laughs> life-threatening injuries, but it used to hurt like fuck when yeah. you got hit by a, got by a glow bug. And um, I mean, like anything that was glow in the dark when you were a kid is fucking cool as well, isn't it? Yeah, and again, there was an urban dark. legend that it was like, oh, they're radioactive. Like, they have to use radioactive, like, in radioactive. And actually, it's kind of true. They do have, like, some form of properties which are, but it's such a low level that it's it's totally, like, I'd rather you get more from just kind of yeah. sitting in the shade than you would from this, this sticker. But then they used to fade after time. Anything glow in the dark was a mega novelty. You'd like you'd charge it up by putting it in front of a lamp, wouldn't you? Yeah, and you'd then just look at it underneath your covers and just yeah. marvel it's in its, cool. in its so cool. radiating. I'm sure Something I actually cool had now. some glow in the dark paint, like a little pot of it, which I could put onto things. Right, yeah, yeah. And you'd always get glow in the dark stickers. And so, there's always some kids' house you'd go around that would have like the stars on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Did you have those? No. No, I didn't either. I've never, never, needed the, never needed the door to be open or anything when I was a kid. I just think that's what it is. Again, like some kind of security. I think so, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I know of some kids, some, some of my friends' kids today that like, are over quite an age now, like kind of 12, 13, no, maybe 11, 10, 11, 12, that still need the kind of door open. Do and, you want to name them? No, <laughs> not really. But, I'm, but glow in the dark, glow bugs were... But I'm never quite sure where some of these toys were positioned towards. Was it like, again, was it... A, I, Those ones seem a bit more unisex, maybe, I don't know. But then it was always, it did feel a bit girly. And, and that's not to be judgmental, but, you know, it just felt like it was more of a girl's toy. And as a boy, like, imagine if your mum got you a doll when you were a kid as a toy. You'd be just like the most embarrassed, disgusted, yeah. disappointed kid ever. So, but I used to kind of like... Care Bears. Secretly wanted it. You had didn't you have a Care Bear? I'm sure you said you had a Care Bear. I think I I think I really wanted those one. definitely seemed to be marketed towards girls when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean my little ponies, to be perfectly honest, you definitely is def, was definitely a girls thing. You're not a brony then? What's a brony? Do you know what a brony is? No. Oh my god, this is like this whole cult, cultural phenomenon. I don't know if it's such a big thing now, but I remember reading about it a lot. I think there might have even been some Netflix documentaries about bronies. So these are like adult men who collect My Little Ponies, but they'll kind of go to conventions dressed up as their favourite My Little Pony as well. But they'll be like our age or maybe a bit younger. God. Yeah, bronies. It sounds a bit furry. You know, yeah. it sounds a bit there's like, I mean, maybe it's cool. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm wanna... not going to kink shame anyone, but okay. I think there's that side of it as well, where they'll kind of do like their own fan fiction where there's a bit of kind of horny pony-on-pony pony action going on. Pony on... Is, but is a pony a horse or a donkey? Uh, I don't know. It's a separate thing I mean, it's altogether. all right. If yeah. If, then they'll have a mule but, and it'll be sterile. But I thought they were kind of like... The, I don't even know what a pony is. A pony, is, is it a type of horse? Yeah, it's a smaller horse, isn't it? I think it is an actual type, though, yeah. A subspecies Shetland of horse. pony, yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, there you go. You get... All sorts of education. Um, yeah. Uh, I always wanted the Super Ted soft toy. 
So the Super Ted one was just looked like a normal normal teddy bear, like a classic teddy bear, just the kind of like furry, kind of golden coloured one. Yeah. It had a zip on the back and you undid the zip and turned him inside out. And then he was as Super Ted. So he was in his kind of superhero costume from well, the cartoon. I remember those popples, which were, they, they used to fold up into like popples. a pouch. They used to be, like, yeah, used to invert themselves. that must themselves. have worked the same kind of way. But Super Ted sounds badass. I used to love Super Ted. Yeah, like, it looked, it's really cool. It, like, worked just as it did in the, in the cartoon. I would have definitely... Because yeah, in Super Ted, in was that someone... That was someone's teddy, wasn't no, it? No, he was, he was a, a rejected teddy, teddy that was... Oh, was in he? The, remember, they, like, they had, like, a storage facility on the, in, the, in the top level of the teddy bear factory, and he was discarded, and something happened. Oh, really? And then it was, like, the intro for Super Ted, and then he got turned into Super Ted. Oh, God, I, can't, I don't remember that now. Because his... Who was his enemy? There's some guy always trying to fucking shit up. I was thinking Texas Pete, but that was Banana Man. Banana Man. Where yeah. did he live? Arcas- was it Arcadia Road or Arcasia Road? How did he get turned into Banana Eric, Man? his name was, wasn't it? Wasn't a normal Eric, boy, because when, he... when he ate a banana, yeah, yeah, yeah. he turned into Banana Man. Weird. Banana Man, that's a cool cartoon. Yeah, Super Ted was a cool cartoon as well. Didn't he have like an assistant, Super Ted? Sure, he did. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, there was. There, I think plushies were, or soft toys were quite a big thing. I used to have a. Um, again, not kind of so traditional. We're kind of transitioning more into action figures now, I guess. Because oh, can I tell my last little um, anecdote about my my teddies then before we move on? Go. So tea parties. Yeah. So I used to me and my neighbour, my next door neighbour, is um, a year younger than me. We used to meet up outside our house, and we'd bring our soft toys with us. It felt like a kind of taking them on an adventure, taking them out of the house. But, yeah, it did a bit. Yeah, I could, I could relate to that. But like, I don't know why or how this came about, but what we used to do is we used to take a pillowcase and like put the soft toys in a pillowcase and kind of walk around the block with them and then walk up to the green at the top of our road and then kind of like get our soft toys out there, kind of have a little like play with them. And then put them back in the pillowcase. It's almost like they're getting like, taken hostage. And, uh, like, put, put a brick in there, tie a knot, and take it down to the canal. Why pillow? It's so weird. I guess you wouldn't have had a bag at the time. Yeah. But I, but I think often it would only be one soft toy that I'd put in there as well. Maybe you just didn't want anyone to... Get like grass stains on your soft toys, maybe, yeah. It's fun on the pillowcases. That must be a weird sight, watching like kids walk out the road with pillowcases in their hand. Like, what the fuck are they got in there? Yeah, tea, 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 like tea pie. I don't remember really. I don't remember really ever. Tea pie, I don't remember playing tea. with my soft toys. They used to be like bedtime companions. <laughs> in the best <laughs> snuggles. Yeah, in the in the in the most purest way, Michael. Not in the way that you're thinking, because they always used to be there on your bed, didn't they? Like they were. That's where soft toys. I used to bum fuck my uh, teddies all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Transitioning from tra- soft toys. Yeah, to, to my pet monster. This badass oh, yeah. looking. He used to look a little bit like. Imagine Sully with horns and yeah. purple. A bit like the Monster Munch kind of uh, monster looking thing. A bit kind, like kind, kind of furry of, looking. Kind of, yeah. Fur, furry looking, but with kind of like almost kind of fluorescent and kind of like dark blue. And he used to have hand cuffs on that yeah. you used to be able to break because one of the links had a kind of like thing so as if you could just break out of his handcuffs and I think it, it's called My my Pet Monster and he came and the reason this is going to segue nice into the next part because he used to come in a 
box which uh-huh. used to look like a prison cell yeah which yeah, is yeah. exactly what the, one of the didn't they really they did a they did a relaunch in the early 2000s of boglins oh really yeah i was reading i was reading oh, about this man. but they were the best with the eyes that you could independently move the yeah. mouth which was just so because you could do both the eyes of your forefinger and your it was like finger, a puppet wasn't it you could and the, you could do the eyes and the mouth it was like it was like Yoda. Yeah, yeah, it was. It like, was. It was like it was because they were made of this amazing rubber that I always just wanted to bite. Yeah, yeah, kind of latexy sort yeah, of. Yeah, latex, I think. But I just always wanted to bite it. It was just felt like it would be something really kind of satisfying yeah. to bite into. But I think like the molding was really good. I don't know, like maybe this is a little, a little bit later on than like the soft toys that we had. Because like the actual quality of them is good. It, it was kind really of good. almost looked like what you might find like a kid's TV, you know, like the puppets in there. Yeah, I just remember a bit, bit of the paint coming off the tongue and being really upset about it because that was one of the only areas that was, uh, was, was painted. And obviously the mouth was quite a key component, but they used to come in their little Their eyeballs cell. were like hard, weren't they? So it's kind of like look quite realistic. And they were great eyeballs. with the little levers on the inside yeah. where you could make them look in different directions. It was a, did they blink as well? No. Maybe yeah, not. no, I think they did. Not the ones that didn't have the eyes on the stalks, but the ones that just had the eyes on the front of the head. Yeah, they'd blink. Yeah, yeah, it was a really like complex toy. Yeah, what would you have done with a Boglin? Yeah, that's the thing. I really liked them, and I always liked to try them out in the store. But I think when I got them home, I probably didn't do much with them. Yeah, I mean, what can you do? Like, he's going to not it's be like a, a very wel- welcome guest at the tea party, is he? No, no. I mean, he looks cool, and it was quite nice to try and make him be expressive. But he wasn't really something you could play with because you had to shove his the fist up his head, basically, because he's all head and he's tail. All head. A bit like Slimer kind of shaped body, wasn't he? Sort of. Yeah, yeah. But more head, more head than Slimer. More head, but, but fantastic and great packaging as well. You used to get the little mini ones that weren't quite as articulate as the big ones. Then they had these other ones. What were they called? It was still a boglim, but they're all kind of based on like aquatic animals. So I had like one that was like a lobster. And that one did have the eyes on stalks. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I'm saying all this by like kind of moving my fingers around because I can actually imagine like. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't. Them. I don't recall. I don't recall those. But actually, talking about that type of character, I I do remember, and I'm sure my friends had them as well, having these little finger po- puppets made of this rubber, which had these crazy arms. I've got one of those at home. Really? Yeah, I've got one what from the museum they? near here. What are they called? I don't know. But it's just like a little monster, isn't it? Like. Yeah, and everyone had this kind of translucent, kind of thimble, translucent monster. With kind of like used to be translucent, but like a fluorescent color with yeah. like black and white eyes and crazy because arms. Because they made like a jelly sort of stuff. Like when you like flick your finger around, their arms like really flick about. And stuff. They were like the guy that you see outside the car dealerships. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the floppy kind of arms, floppy arms guy. But yeah, they were they were they were they were pretty they were pretty ambiguous. Uh, they were pretty sort of not ambiguous, but they were everyone had one. Yeah. It was. Um, yeah, I've actually got one at home. Like, um, I think it was from the Picasso Museum. <laughs> oh, really? So you went to the Picasso Museum and brought yeah. a, like an, an yeah. early nineties. Got nothing to do with Picasso at all. Yeah, and, and uh, my friend had an had an Alf, and I was oh, so yeah. jealous of an Alf because he was super soft as well. What was the toy? Was it just like a plushie? Was it just a plushie? Alf. Yeah, yeah. But he had a really detailed schnoz. You know, his snout like had had yeah. real kind of wrinkles and details and was built to quite a high standard as well did you watch the program alf yeah so i can't really remember it but was he living with like a human yeah. family because it was it's weird because there used to be this it must have been a point in time where they thought it was a great idea to have just a random weird being living with a f- conventional family because remember big harry and the hendersons yeah big yeah big yeah yeah bigfoot wasn't it it was harry and the hendersons was yeah. the name there but and he's but at least alf used to be quite smart yeah, there were quite a few. But, Harry, but the Bigfoot, Harry or whatever his name, Bigfoot used to be this really tall, 
stupid creature. But Alf, was he smart in the program then? Yeah, yeah, really smart, I think. And he always used to find a way of getting into hijinks and... Uh... You never see his legs, did you? No, no. A bit like uh, Sesame Street. You don't but very rarely see the legs unless it's... Um... Alien knife form, isn't it, Alf? Yeah. Good, uh, good acronym. And... And then the other toy, which again is not really... I'm more of an... Does it say it's an action figure and a soft toy? This is a perfect hybrid of the two with the trolls. Oh, well, the little plastic things with the big crazy With the hair. massive hair. And again... I remember people having those on the end of their pencils. They'd have like little mini versions. They were cool as hell. Yeah. I always wanted one of those. So but no, but the thing, is, but thing is, I used to always... I think I had one, but I used to suck the top of my pencil, so I ended up just sucking the hair and it used <laughs> to just turn all matted and horrible. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. But, but again, like... Imagine them being a troll, despite the fact it is so one-dimensional. It's like a plastic pink thing with long hair versus a boggle, which was the most detailed thing. Trolls would get played with all of the time, whereas boggles would kind of use them for two minutes and be like, okay, I've had enough fun with this, because they were kind of like people. But they like a cartoon as well, do you reckon, the trolls? Yeah, of course. You've not, you've not seen the, the remake of the movies. There's two of them. Justin Timberlake does like... The voice for one of them. I'll definitely watch it then. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's some good songs in it. Um, but no, the trolls. Um, oh, Trolls World Tour. It was massive, wasn't it? That was a was sequel. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, was like a sequel to the wasn't original. Wasn't like the, the biggest like streaming release or something at one point yeah, during yeah. COVID. Yeah, probably because it's like everyone loves it. Yeah, my my niece is huge Princess Poppy fan. Or what? Is Princess Poppy a troll? No, she's part of the Danish royal family. No, of course she's a troll. <laughs> They've got royalty in the trolls. Yeah, of course she's a she's a princess. I've seen wow. him. Um, yeah, and then, well, would you call Mister Frosty? <laughs> well, it's only not a soft toy, but <laughs> Is that, an action figure. No, I think he's more of a tool. <laughs> <laughs> he is a tool in the practical sense of the word. But he's also a tool because all he did was crush ice cubes and leave you always wanting more syrup. Did you have one? Yes. Oh, well, my man, brother I always had, wanted one. My brother had one, and it was the absolute greatest thing it was like having a slush puppy yeah. machine in your house I my brother my brother my brother used to, i was where well i've just come back from ibiza yeah i tried to find one the other day they have like this granizados here didn't they no no they like... actually had a slush puppy machine in did they? the hotel i was staying at in oh, ibiza did you have one no mm, did they have blue raspberry well the thing is with slush puppies that i te- yeah they did have blue raspberry mm. i like the cherry one though they have Very... them everywhere in america slushies are like a big thing yeah yeah but I think with slush puppies that makes them not as good as the slushies you have in America is that with a slush puppy, you can literally suck all of the syrup out of the, out of the um, ice and then just be left with this kind of chunks of, not chunks yeah. of ice, this ice puree. Yeah, yeah, you just got like a, slushy a cup of yeah, crushed ice. Yeah. And, um, but the problem with Mr. Frosty is, who was kind of just like a fancy-looking r- rotary pencil sharpener for ice cubes, basically. Is that how it worked? Well, kind of. You know, remember those like, teachers used to have those pencil sharpeners? Oh, I'd love to have those now. They were amazing. Yeah, you used yeah. to clamp your pencil in, and it used to have this kind of thing that used to put enough pressure to push it down. Yeah. And then you used to, it used to rotate the pencil as this kind of like circular grater. They used were actually to just, bolted onto the table as well, weren't they? bolted onto the table, and they used to just sharpen on your pencil. Yeah, no matter how I do find those now. How fucked your pencil was. It used to sharpen out your pencil in about 10 turns flat. It was just, a, it just did exactly what it needed to do. It's perfect detention material as well. Why? Well, give a kid a detention, get all your pencil sharpened. But it would take him no time at all unless you had like 10,000. I've got quite a few pencils. How many pencils do you have? Well, 
I've not counted, but hundreds, yeah. Hundreds of pencils, why? Not in my house, in my classroom. I'm an art teacher. Oh, ah, well, (laughs) now you're talking a different game altogether. I thought you were talking about... Not in my house, yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, from an art perspective, you need pencils left, right and centre. But from a, like, from maybe like a maths class, if it's more than one pencil per child, it's probably a bit excessive to have hundreds of pencils. (laughs) So it makes sense for attention for you. But I'd be like, if it was like maths pencil sharpening it would be no problem be like, yeah, okay 10 minutes later i've done probably in 10 minutes i could do a thousand but they always like um no, they're kind of made up melt as well weren't they and they kind of had like that paint on them that was like um that you'd get on gates and stuff sometimes and that kind of anti-rust paint yeah like kind, kind of, of dye sort. like kind of thing yeah, like yeah that proper yeah. heavy duty stuff yeah but oh, yeah man, so mr mr frosty was the concept of that was you put the ice cubes inside so he was like a massive snowman not massive probably about 40 or 50, 40 centimetres big. Yeah. So like 15 inches. And he would have a, like a red hat on. He used to take this kind of red hat out of his, off of his head. And that used to be like the funnel for the ice cubes, a bit like a blender. And then he used to like fill it up with ice cubes and then he used to turn this handle, which I always remember used to be hard work. What was the handle? handle? Was it like one of his arms or something? No, it was on the back. Ah. But then in his gut... This is horrific. It, and then in his gut, the crushed ice would come out. And then I don't know if you put a cup in him, inside him. Yeah, so you're basically eating Mr. Frosty. excrete his guts into another cup. No, actually, I don't think... I think you had to grate them up and then take the great thing out, put the ice in. It was never... It was not quite oh. that slick. But it used to work well. But you, you'd get like... And this is quite a smart business model because you would... You'd, you'd get your parents to drop all the money on Mr. Frosty get the get the excitement of having it and then they'd just give you like the first taster bowl for free but the, yeah. that, without this syrup it was pretty useless it's, it's just like the giving inkjet you... print of its day wasn't it it was kind of like the inject print of its day yeah yeah they'd sell you like a real cheap printer but then like they stitch you up on the cartridge. but it wasn't even cheap it was always quite expensive How was it and it was you were never really i'm not sure i would ever be readily available to buy a Mr. Frosty refill. So it wouldn't, you wouldn't yeah. be able to find it in the supermarket. You wouldn't get it in Sainsbury's, would you? No, exactly, yeah. or, or Tesco's. Or, or yeah, so what would you have to go to like a toy shop to get refills for Mr. Frosty? And you'd only go to a toy shop if, you, if either you, it was your birthday or someone else's kid's birthday, and generally you wouldn't go if it was your birthday, because I think my parents actively avoided taking me to toy shops because they knew they'd just never get me out of there because I just want to spend hours and yeah. hours and hours just looking at every toy and playing with every toy. I remember going to Hamleys as a kid. Really? I've never been to Hamleys. What? <clears throat> never, still to this day, no. Hamleys is like Shangri-La. Shangri-La for children. <laughs> it's just like nine levels of broken up into different genres from, even as an adult, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. lie, it's, fan- yeah. it's pretty fantastic. But yeah, so I never got really taken to toy shops. So they wouldn't have gone to toy shops often. So there was never any opportunity to buy any more syrup for Mr. Frosty. So... He used to just take up a shitload of kitchen space because it wouldn't be something you keep in your room either. Just be there all the time thinking you could be having a Mr. Frosty if you just had some syrup. So it was actually like a really not a good toy at all. You could do like... Um, Caused a lot of heartbreak. They could have branched out a little bit, couldn't they? They could have had rather than a snowman, it could have been like a human and it could have been like a, a mince meter. So you could kind of like turn the crank but it'd like mince meat up for you. Sounds, pretty, that sounds pretty much the equivalent of what you're doing to Mr. Frosty anyway. Well, I think like ice is a little bit more hygienic than fresh meat. 
for starters. You His gut's spilling out. Could be like, you yeah, don't really need to clean Mr. Frosty, just let him dry because it's just ice cubes. Whereas I think if you left... Like a sausage-making machine. Mr. Sausage to, um, to just dry, he's going to be stinking of the most <laughs> awful thing ever. I think that's an opportunity, yeah. I think... Try it. Try it. Get on Dragon. Get on Dragon's Den. What would you call him? Mr. Sausage. That was my name. Where would, it, where would it come from? Where would the sausage come from? If it's like a human <laughs> figure. <laughs> maybe his arms would grow. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or uh, it could be like Chipolatas. Yeah, like stretch. Oh, it's like Stretch Armstrong. Seems to make his arms. Yeah. That's it. That's what. That's another toy from uh, from the past. Never had one. Uh, my mates do to have one, but it, to be fair, I just remember the adverts for that. Yeah. To be fair, it was stretchyism. <laughs> It's stretchy as hell, and it would... Did it not break? Always I think we managed, managed, managed to break it one time, yeah, but it, it's not without kind of almost, I mean... It's kind of like a challenge, isn't it, getting one of those? It's kind of, they're challenging you to try and break it, Stretch Armstrong. They really, they really are, because tell a kid something can't be broken, and there's oh, no yeah. better way to, 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 to destruct it than that. So, yeah, Stretch, stretch Armstrong. But yeah, Mr. Frosty was just a letdown, just to remind you of the fact that you never were going to have another, probably never another frosty in your life just having to go and wait for the rare opportunity you could get a place where you'd be allowed a slush puppy I can't and think of any other like toys where you would make something that you would eat or consume other than Mr Frosty mm. seeing as Mr Sausage was never made there's nothing else like that is there I'm sure there's kind of like craft kits that you can make with marzipan or stuff like that yeah like, but not necessarily toys. But was Mr. Frosty a toy or, you, or a device? Kind of yeah. marketed as, as, a, as a toy, but as a toy, you're it? not going to kind of quite clever. take him to your teddy bear picnic. Mm, be nice. Yeah, maybe. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of my <clears throat> soft toy. Plushy let's move on to uh, let's move the, main on event. The, the main events then. Yeah, yeah. So Okay, so... Dolls. <laughs> Joking. Didn't have any dolls. Although I used to think Cabbage Patch Kids were the ugliest things ever. I think it's still Patch Kids. Oh, yeah. Like, Being a huge fan of Garbage Pail Kids and having now rekindled my love of this. They kind of have like rugby ball shaped heads. Really just type. ugly. Yeah, circular. Just proper moon headed. Yeah. Moon headed, like cutesy. Um, yeah, I used to love Garbage Pail Kids. They, feel, they were like the, the absolute polar Did they ever make plushies of Garbage Pail Kids? Well, I've got those Funko ones. Mm. For those of you not here, I've got a couple of the Funko ones, um, which when I write the blog post about this episode, she'll take photos of. But yeah, they're those Funko hard plastic toys. Feels like they would have lent themselves quite well to like a plushie. The problem is there's just so many of them. There was a hundred per... At least 50 per season. There was a new season every year, so they'd have to be really selective about which one they did. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I mean, what do we do? Do we want to like splooge on the on the big boys straight away, or should we kind of build up to it? Because just, just see how it, see where it, see, sit, sit, what have you got first? What's your first? Well, I've I have got a transforming toy, but it's maybe not the transforming toy that everyone's thinking of. Maybe you're thinking of a transforming um, toy. Yeah, this is this is the the lesser known, also related to GoBots, but not GoBots. Rock Lords transforming rocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you say Rock Lords, I definitely remember the fact that they transformed into a rock. It's such a shit toy. I mean, 
anything that transformed was really appealing. And I had a few of these. So obviously, maybe it wasn't a shit toy. Maybe they were quite successful. It lured me in. But yeah, it was like a boulder that would turn into a robot. But that, didn't they used to like, have the cartoon and they used to market the ability to be a boulder as the fact they could roll down hills really quickly. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. used to be the only advantage or the fact maybe that they'd get protected from something. Yeah. They're weak as hell if they're in person form, if person is the right word to use. But it's got to be so much easier to manufacture a toy that transforms into rock rather than a car or a plane, isn't it? Yeah, like, absolutely. Going from robot to rock is not a big stretch, is it? But the, I mean, it's all kind of makes a good toys the lore as well so with some of them like teenage mutant ninja turtles it's a stupid combination of turtle teenager mutant that started off as quite an adult comic book as well and it somehow then turned into a more yeah childish but i mean the the concept of the actual creatures was just ridiculous however there was that nice kind of because they were just kind of small like weird people that they could just fight crime so there was always that uh, yeah, I'm just sure I'm really going with this one. But the um, Boulder Lords just feels like it's so... But then again, remember Biker Mice from Mars? Teenage Biker Mice from Mars. No, that sounds like it's jumping on the Turtles bandwagon. It's, but exactly, it was almost like, they. how ridiculous can they go and they're, they're still buying this shit? Like, let's see, oh, hold on a second. Let's, what, what would be the, mo- the worst thing that could ever transform, ever? Like, I don't know, kitchen utensils or something like that. Okay, maybe that's going a bit far... What about rocks? Yeah, yeah like you know rock sounds like a great idea because like every kid likes rocks, rocks, and they like transformers and they like robots. So let's do rock lords. Are they spell lord a u d or l i r d. But yeah, in joke. Um, targeted advertising. Maybe maybe that's where you saw the uh, appeal for them, but. Yeah. But there would have been a cartoon that goes with him, but I don't recall ever seeing it. So apparently just... it was a GoBot spin-off. I looked it up because I, I didn't realise. Oh, they were like in the same metaverse as the... So they appeared in one of the GoBots movies, apparently. There was a GoBot movie. Apparently <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Wow. And they got their own spin-offs from it. A bit like She-Ra. Yeah, she had her own cartoon, didn't she? But again, spin-off from From He-Man. Master's Universe, yeah. Yeah. Um... I wait. I think I had one. It's that quite was a bold claim, though, isn't it? Masters of the universe. <laughs> Master, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not just. I mean, the universe is a pretty fucking big place, so they must have been around the block and been like, "Look, we've we've seen everyone else in this universe." And yeah, but I don't really ever feel like it. Always seemed to be quite localized in uh, Hitty Man, doesn't it? It's always just on that one planet. On the so Turnier. when they so when they say universe, they're. I mean, okay, their universe. Occasionally, they get to portal to like another world or dimension. Would they? Yeah, and there's a amount of times I've seen him when he's been on a space rocket outside of Eternia. That skeletal would, like, jump through a mirror. Exactly. Yeah, I saw that episode. <laughs> um, and, um, but, yeah, to call themselves masters is a bold claim. So that either they're really naive and they don't really know what's going on in the wide universe, therefore they're just like, everything we see, and I'm the master of this. And also... Is Skeletor a master of the universe, or is that He-Man's? Because He-Man's just the, basically the son of the royal family, isn't he? He's just a prince. Yeah, he's... So he's not the master. His dad, the king's always the master. And if they're masters of the universe, does that mean that they're slaves as well? In this... Maybe, yes. Slaves of the universe. Well, a lot of the creatures on Eternia, they used to treat like slaves, like use them to ride around on and stuff like that. Like Cringer. Cringer was definitely a bitch. Yeah. The bitch of both Prince Adam and... Only Battlecat was pretty bad. Do you reckon Battlecat could have taken He-Man? Yeah, definitely. 
I reckon no, yeah. no doubt about it. Mind you, actually, with a sword, master. though, with a sword, to be fair, it gets sliced up. Does the sword bad. have special powers? Well, it kind of fired a beam into the sky when he said, I've got the power. Yeah. But then what was the power? Yeah, this is like really strong. Really strong and had a, could wield this epic sword. Because he wasn't like a wizard. He didn't have like magic powers, did he? No, but he'd be able to just like jump down. I remember he jumped, an episode I saw, he jumped from almost probably like 5,000 feet and just landed as if it was nothing. That's quite a good power. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, he's robust. I'm sure he's run, I've seen him punch through a wall before. He man. He, what does that he even mean? Man. He man. We should probably move on to He-Man toys then. Did you have any He-Man toys? Um, Masters of the Universe, sorry. Nope. I didn't, I didn't really have many action figures, to be honest. I don't think. Um, certainly no He-Man ones. I'm trying to think if it's a couple of Star Wars ones for sure. But most of the... I'm sure we call them an action figure. It used to be like Lego, I guess. But that's mm. going to probably be another episode altogether when we talk about that type of toy. Because yeah. I had quite a few He-Man, but I didn't... He-Man? Masters of the Universe figures? But I don't... What were they? I, well, I didn't really remember until I started looking through. I was doing a bit of research and kind of looking through, like, the classic 80s Masters of the Universe figures. So is Man-at-Arms a Master of the Universe? Or I mean, is, is, for example... Are the goodies the Masters of the Universe? And then the baddies are something else? Because it's not battle to be the Masters of the Universe. It's, it's a statement. We are them. We are the Masters of the Universe. Did I ever say that? Did I actually... I don't think they do, do they? So who's judging? I mean, uh, yeah, the continuity in that program is probably pretty... Well, again, we've just gone from talking about Rock Lords, which <laughs> yeah, has yeah. got the, even a worse premise than that. <laughs> a planet where people are rocks and humans, yeah. hybrids. How did that even happen? Did a man fuck a rock sometime? <laughs> then suddenly it's like, you're never going to believe this. No, a I robot got... fucked a, a rock. Are they robots? They weren't. I thought no, they were organic. Robots. No, they were rocks that turned into robots. Ah, in my mind, I remember them as being organic creatures. Oh, oh maybe they. Oh, maybe they weren't robots. I could be wrong. Maybe it was an alien. Yes, Masters of the Universe. So yeah. I have in my hands an original. I think we looked this up before. Nineteen eighty-two. Nineteen eighty-two. Uh, merman figure. Yeah, intact merman I, why did you, with weapon why did you um choose to get a merman because i used to hate his face um i think i had quite a few masters universe so this is the only one i kept so a few years ago maybe six or seven years ago I'd, to raise some money I, I sold off a lot of my old toys so i sold off all my masters universe star wars boglins all that kind of stuff but for some reason i wanted to keep this one i think maybe this one wasn't worth as much as maybe some of the others um but actually, you know what, like looking at it, I mean, not only has it kind of stood the test of time, it's still all intact. All its parts are still here. Merman, it, by the way, is kind of like a, what colour would you say that was like? What kind of green It's kind is of that? a jade green. Okay, yeah, like a, a jade dark green. jade green. But in the cartoon, he's blue, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this is very accurate in terms of colour. It's weird, though. You think they'd be able to get that right. But like the, the elastic that holds the, the legs onto the pelvis. Yeah. That's still intact, pretty good. It still stands up with a bit of effort. Yeah. Um, it's still got the... The, the spinning sp action. Yeah, the spinning so action. So you could rotate it, like, at the punch. waist. Like punching. Yeah. Pretty good. And the sword. Oh, piece of it. So now, now his bow tie's just come off. I don't think that's a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's, the thing that I forgot about this... It's, it's cumberband. It's a cumberband. Cumberband, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, they had squishy heads. Not all of them had squishy heads. I've got a feeling they maybe did, yeah. I remember Skeletor's head being squishy well, I remember well. there being one, that that elephant one that had a squishy... Oh, no, he used to pump the water out of his... Oh, snot, that was, uh, yeah, like a lizard, wasn't it? Yeah, I had that one. And there was also an elephant one which had a jet of water that would spray oh, out it? of his trunk. I didn't have the elephant. Isn't there, isn't there a new He-Man cartoon on Netflix? Yeah, I watched an episode of it and like, I kind of see what they're trying to do, but... Meh. Yeah. Yeah. I like, either like, re- make it really adult and appeal to people who used to like Star Wars, uh, He-Man, or just aim it towards kids. It's kind of like this weird sort of in-between stage. I don't think it really works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, who's your, who's your favourite character? Cool. How, many do, how many of them did you have? I don't know. I must have had maybe like a dozen of them. I liked, I really liked Skeletor, and his cat was really cool. I can't remember what his cat was called. It was purple. And I remember the toy, because they were just solid. They didn't have any, like, articulating limbs, but... We still have armour that you could take on. had armour you could take on, put on. Yeah. But it had, like, that velvet kind of finish to it. Oh, like... So it's like plastic with that velvet on top, yeah. Like the Sylvanian families. <laughs> yeah. You know, the plastic things with this kind of really micro... Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of scratch off a little bit. I think that might have been my favourite toy. I did have the, um, the castle as well. Grayskull. I had the Grayskull, yeah, the Castle Grayskull. I always thought Castle Grayskull was Skeletor's castle because he's a skeleton and it's called Grayskull, yeah, but he always like it, used to it? try and take Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull will be mine! Yeah, that's a good impression. <laughs> he had a really, really weird voice. Mm. I wonder why they made him sound like that. Did he have a voice like that in the film? No. I don't know, like, the film's weird, though, because when it's set on Earth... Yeah. It's Dolph Lundgren, wasn't it? It's well, they're the He-Man. masters of Earth. Well, yeah, it's in the universe. So it's in the universe. They can go where they want, can't they? They can just do what they want. They can turn them as, everyone into slaves. So we'd be their slaves. Yep. We'd be He-Man's slave. But is Skeletor a master of the universe? Is anyone... Maybe they're... That, yeah, maybe they are. Maybe it doesn't... Maybe it's goodies and bandies are both masters. Just, just of higher beings. Yeah. Well, actually, we've got, never got any... Pers- I mean, we did. I saw an episode where he met some humans once. And oh, really? They what, were the same the size. Cartoon? Yeah. They were in the space rocket and something happened and they got zapped over to Eternia. And they were the same size as the Yeah, because I was thinking it would be a nice nuance if they were the Master of the Universe and actually they were like... Really small. Their, their, no, well, no, their eyeballs were the size of planets and everything oh, right. was just to scale. So they were just so much bigger. Like, Fair enough, they are the Masters of the Universe. It would be a cool twist though if they were like just like action figures size and like at the end of Masters of the Universe, a little kid comes up and just like picks them up and starts playing with them. It, was, it reminds me of... Like the Lego film. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Where they, they send all the legions across space and then a dog just breathes them in and kills them all. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, um, I always used to want He-Man figures, but I never really <clears throat> played with... I mean, I did actually. That's, I, I, I had like army men. Yeah, army men are cool. But there used to be all sorts of different types of army men. There'd be army men with... I mean, they always used to have the fixed base. Yeah. Used to have ones in, in the prone position, you know, like kind of crawling along the floor that used to be like the snipers. Used to have the infantry men who's, and always the guns used to have like the bent, um, the bent barrel. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it used to be stored in like this, generally a box of, of soldiers. And then you'd take them outside to the garden and then it would seem like the best jungle warfare everywhere because like the grass blades would be like taller than the army men. So... There's something about like the smaller scale toys that I think would actually work, work quite well. And I think it kind of sparked your imagination a bit more. Like those army men. Because you could c- kind of take it out to garden. Yeah, and like you say, like you're, the grass would kind of be like, like a jungle or something. You'd be walking through, yeah. But even, in, even, even at home, there'd be like 
that as well, which which reminds me of remember the parachuting paratrooper men with the parachutes. Yeah, you could launch out of window. You used to kind of have to wrap the parachute around a body and then just chuck it as high as you can in the air, and it used to just glide back down. Yeah, so me and my brother used to make our own kind of parachutes and attach them to figures, other types of figures, like maybe on. Merman has probably been launched out my bedroom window at some How, point. What did you make the parachute out of? Though? Just like bits of string and a plastic bag. A oh, plastic bag, that's mm. quite, that's yeah, quite yeah. genius. They sometimes work. Absolutely, um, you have to tie yeah, the knots this guy's and stuff. Flown. Mm. Where do you launch them out? Your window? Yeah, so out of the window, you try and like, throw them over the conservatory into the garden. Like. Yeah, because it used to be quite clever the way that the parachutes used to deploy just at the right time, like just as the G-force became negative. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we really thought about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they were quite a staple of most young man's uh, toys with these army men in, in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. Because they used to be like G.I. Joe, moving on from He-Man. Like I never, again, I never had a G.I. Joe, but I do remember a lot of action figures were inspired by this kind of war yeah. thing. Yeah, that was like an American, so obviously like G.I. Joe is an American toy line, wasn't it? And I had to look this up because I always action remember. Man. Yeah, well, there's Action Man, which are like the bigger, like, they're almost, do you reckon they were like 30 centimetres tall? And they would have like removable I remember, clothes. I don't remember actually seeing one in, in the flesh. No, my brother had one because I remember we had a box of like, and he, his old like Action Man, it had all his like clothes and old boots and stuff. Yeah, he but you used to be able to strip him down to his. Yeah, nobbing because it wasn't anything Literally there. nothing. He used yeah. to be just, yeah, like you say, a, a kind of just a smoothed, <laughs> yeah. asexual area. Yeah. yeah. But ripped as hell. Yeah, it's like a, it was like a doll for boys, the, the action man. Mm. But then a spin-off of that was Action Force, where they, and I think this is just European thing, where they made like the, the standard smaller size figures. And they were kind of all like military-based. But then I think uh, the G.I. Joes, I think they rebranded Action Force as G.I. Joe. And they introduced like all the American kind of toy line into, into the UK. One of our friends, Luke, I, I don't know if I'm remembering this right or not, but I think he had shitloads of Action Force or G.I. Joes. And he had the, what looked like, um, you know, like an F-15 Strike Eagle plane, but it was to scale to the figure. So it must have been like, I don't know, at least a couple of feet long, this thing. And he also had, now this might not be true. There was definitely like kids he, that were spoiled as fuck. Yeah, yeah, he had loads of them. I think he had the helicopter one as well. But there was an aircraft carrier. So this massive plane, there was also, to I'll show scale. you a picture of this. Yeah, to scale, like an aircraft carrier. It must be like two meters long at least. It's fucking where, massive. Where did these people live to be able to house such toys? <laughs> I don't know. Because I just remember having this kind of crate of Lego and like a few soft toys and then a few board games in this kind of cupboard that I had. Yeah, yeah. And that would kind of be my toy collection there was always a crate of lego wasn't there like a plastic crates filled to the brim of legos yeah yeah and that used to be that used to they used to take up a lot of a lot of my time but never really i I remember not getting as many like not that many presents really at christmas and i had other friends who would get like 20 presents like presents from santa presents from their mum their parents were separated presents from their mum and dad which i used to think was a massive Plus point about if parents <laughs> yeah. not being together was getting so lucky. double birthday, double Christmas. Yeah, you're so lucky to have a broken family. <laughs> yeah. But I used to have generally significantly less toys. And I think the toys that I'd have would probably be more 
creative toys than say just mindless educational yeah in 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 a way you know things are more cerebral but then again kind of creating mock battles between toys i think is yeah. but then is it necessary i mean i guess it's just something you wanted to do that i mean you'd always pit your toys up against each other i think yeah i think like five thousand years ago what the kids done then they probably just wrestle each other it's died probably well, there would have been a high mortality rate, but they would have just wrestled each other instead of playing with action figures. Yeah, it's safer, I guess, then, isn't it, to do it with figures rather than oh, but I think little it's children. Gonna, it's going like, to be a bit tough if you're wrestling from age three instead of talking to an imaginary panda or taking a bear in a suitcase <laughs> yeah. or a monkey in a suitcase up to a tea party with your friend. <laughs> Which one's going to breed the tougher... In a suitcase. Breed the, breed the tougher child. I don't reckon, don't reckon we've got a chance against <laughs> no. this kind of feral child that's been... I'm only not a form of entertainment is a stick or wrestling other children, yeah. probably significantly older than him. Because you wouldn't like, have anyone younger than you when you start wrestling unless you're going to start wrestling like really tiny new, like, newborn babies. That's a bit weird. Um, and then, well, should we move on to the, the big one, Star Wars? Star Wars. Yeah, now we're talking. If, uh, if we only knew what we know now about the value of Star Wars Can't toys. Be a rich man. How much did the most expensive one go for? I don't know. If it's, the problem is, I guess like they only really go for serious money if they're still sealed Steel in box, their original there's packaging. there's no way in the world young me is ever no, keeping why, a box. Like, toys were meant you? to be played with. I think it's like, it's a, is it? I'm trying to think there is the most expensive one. Is maybe like Luke Skywalker with a fabric cape or something like that because he used to right. come with a hard cape but anyway and the lightsaber intact fully boxed and went for like hundreds of thousands or something there was that whole thing wasn't there when the toy line first came out that they weren't actually yet readily available so some kids open for Christmas and it would basically be a promise that you were going to get it so I think you would buy like yeah. almost like a gift card but it would have a picture wouldn't it like a cardboard yeah. cutout of that the toys the, you were going to get that was on the Netflix episode was it on it? that yeah the, the toys that made us because the um, company that made the toys, which was called oh, speaking Kenner. Kenner, that's Kenner, it. Yeah, yeah, Kenner yeah. Toys was a very small toy company. Yeah. And kind of caught all of the more traditional ones really left field by winning this franchise. They probably didn't realise how big the film was. Nobody going to be. really wanted and managed to secure this long term licence. And then, wow, it really kind of it, well, it did all right. And I think those kind of gift card type things, promising that you were going to get a figure, are actually worth a lot of money now as well. Yeah, if you got one of those in like I good mean, condition. First of all, who's going to keep a figure intact? Let alone who's going to have a gift stop, which is going to lead to a figure. It's quite a good idea, though. Imagine if you got given, if I got given as a Christmas present, a kind of thing that said, "Here's two toys, and here's a promise for another toy in six months' time." That would yeah. kind of keep me happy because you've got something to keep getting on with now, rather than getting the one that you didn't really want, but they had to get it anyway because it's the last one left on the shelf. Yeah, no, exactly. But I didn't really have many. Star Wars. I definitely remember having a friend, maybe my next door neighbour had the Millennium Falcon and I just could not believe how mm. accurate it was. My it brother had, had that. It had the hollow chess table and I wanted more than anything else. Like I almost could imagine that pressing a button and that little table coming alive, even, yeah, though, yeah, even yeah. though it was a kind of sticker. But you, think, you used to have to apply your stickers yourself to show the scorch marks and the damage, didn't you? Yeah, I think it came with like little decals, little like stickers. Yeah, yeah. what other things? I'm sure there's other... Things. Well, I think you know, on like the the little hollow chest thing. I think maybe the top of that was a sticker as well. Yeah, but did you did it come pre-sticked? Like because I remember buying loads of toys where you'd get a sheet of stickers and you used to have to put them on. And if you put them on wrongly, you'd be so pissed off with yourself. 
Yeah, I don't know the Star Wars ones. But I thought it came prefabricated. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But yeah, they even had like the little what was the little ball like droid thing that Luke used to train with. The training the droid. The training yeah. droid. Yeah. They had that kind of attached to a piece of string, did, I think, didn't it? So but it didn't have there. like a little crate where things used to be used to be able to put things in. I'm making there was this a compa- up. There was a hidden compartment underneath it as well. Yeah. But I'm sure there was a little crate where you could put the little kind of like the, the training droid and stuff like that you used to go into. Mm. Anyway, I could be making this up. But there was a smuggler's compartment, which is where they hid from the Darth Vader when yeah, they went yeah, to yeah. the Death Star. Yeah. That, it's just, it was just really well made. It had, the, it had like the independent... Didn't it used to fire... Like shoots of laser out with like a spring-loaded thing. What am I thinking? When I think toy? in the back compartment where Luke would sit when he was firing out the back, I think those guns kind of moved forwards and backwards. So I don't yeah, think they fired anything because he used to pump the thing, didn't he? Used to go like back, forth, back, yeah, forth, yeah, back, yeah. forth. But I'm sure that I'm sure there was some toy out there where he used to put these little laser rods into them and pull the trigger yeah. back, and then if you used to the snap, he used to pull the spring back, put the laser in, and flick it up, and he used to shoot the on the. On the Atat toy, yeah, I had the maybe Atat. That's it. That had like it actually lit up at the front, oh, so it looked man. like the lasers were firing because it was. You like had the light up at at. Yeah, yeah, the big one, the big, the four- big four-legged one. Yeah, yeah, oh, it had a massive compartment God. where you could like store the figures inside. Yeah, didn't it? Because it used to just fold open at the top, and you used to have. Didn't it come with a Luke Skywalker with it attached to a piece of string? Yeah, and it would kind of like, um, kind of like repel up. You know, like in the film when he comes. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! I used to, I used to just dream about having those i really like the atst one because that was the two-legged one and that and they used to press at the top and used to walk didn't and its it? legs would kind of go up and down that was cool yeah and yeah. it would kind of fall apart as well on purpose as if it had been shot i remember there being a toy and which the you tie fighters did that. and oh that was it the tie fighters yeah. the wings used the to wings pop off, off yeah. yeah yeah so such great toys they and they were really built and well the speeder bikes as well that's the speeder it, yeah, bikes, yeah, yeah there's Lisa, a button that's like self-destruct I didn't have any of those. <laughs> I just got to see the TV adverts and just dream as a child of having those. I think I had three. I maybe had, I maybe had a maybe four. Maybe I had a hand solo, generic hand solo. I think I had a Luke Skywalker with the black hand, the black hand of Skywalker. Oh yeah, yeah. And I had that guy, and I've got a feeling I don't know where he comes from, but he had like a tentacle face and a cape, and I don't know why the hell I got given that one. He was the most... I think he gets five seconds or ten seconds of screen time in the pink? film. Kind of a... More like a beige, darker beigey colour, I would say. But yeah, he was... Yeah, I um, think I might have had that one. I, I think he was the guy that dobs... Dobs like Han a... Solo in at, at Mos Eisley Starport. Uh, okay, or okay. someone like that. Or I, don't, I don't really know. But um, just having those characters and <clears> just... Well, I was pretty happy to have those, to be honest. They had with like you. the the Jedi ones had like the lightsaber that came out. It's like a plastic kind of little rod, wasn't it? And you'd like push it up, and the oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the little like kind of glowing, but it wasn't glowing at all. It's just a piece of colour plastic well, that was kind of protrude, wasn't it? I had a Darth Vader as well. As, no, no, I had a Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah, but they were just like they had every vehicle got a toy. Like yeah. even like Jabba's barge would have because some of the vehicles are as iconic as the characters, weren't they? Like they kind of were the characters Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. In, in that kind of franchise, more than anything else. I, I think. think I had an R2D2 now, I come to think about it. Yeah. I, much more than, yeah. I, than I thought I did. Do you remember the, the C3PO? Didn't he have a metal head, R2D2? He might, yeah, I think he might have done. Yeah. Didn't have little wheels that you could push? I don't know. I think maybe it was like a, no, not a wind-up toy, but they, they went to quite a level of detail, yeah. which was quite unprecedented at the So time. you could get the, my brother had a Chewbacca one that came with a net 
and you could take apart the C-3PO and put the pieces of him into the net so that Chewbacca would carry him like in the, in the film, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's some, some real detail that went around these toys and they were quite innovative with, with, with kind of, wanted the sand crawler. I remember the sand crawler was a toy. Oh, the massive one from the massive yeah. one with all the Jawas and all of the different robots because obviously they come with quite a lot of figures. Some of them, I think, the Millennium mm. Falcon come with like five characters as well. Yeah, they, yeah, they wouldn't the sell you as just a shell and then sell you the characters separately. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. What I do to have some of those now? Yeah, they were um, they were probably the most iconic type because it was the most iconic movie for me as I was a, as a, as I was a child. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. That was my that was my summer holiday film. That's the thing that I remember in the summer holidays um, episode. I couldn't remember anything, but one thing I can remember is always watching Star Wars. Uh, while my dad was in bed, I'd be watching watching all the Star Wars. Oh, I, I watched Star again Wars again and again and again. Yeah. I watched Star Wars for like two months, where we were moving house and we didn't. The house is in the middle of winter. The house was being refurbished, so we moved into a kind of a semi ready house because it was quite old and it needed a lot of work onto it so we kind of spent maybe maybe i'm exaggerating maybe two weeks just living in this one room like which was the dining room because the rest of the house wasn't ready and it was the only one with heating yeah and i'm not sure where we had to move but anyway the um i just having the vhs of star wars and must have watched it in this two weeks possibly 50 times <laughs> i'd finish watching it i'd rewind the tape and watch it again yeah, and they yeah. could do this three dives in a row <laughs> Now, if I don't like, if there's a good film, even halfway through, I'm looking at my watch thinking, oh, how long have we got left on this one? <laughs> Zero patience now. But yeah, there was, um, there was a definite um, influence from, um, from Star Wars in terms of, in terms of my, my figures. And they used to be like, I don't know, not necessarily spin-offs, but there was definitely a time where all sorts of toys were just trying to kind of capture some of that Star Wars market, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So what about um, another toy that I've brought with me today that our listeners can't see, obviously, but uh, Transformers. And possibly the coolest toys yeah. ever. Star Wars were the best toys because they, just, they were Star Wars, but Transformers 100% were the absolute coolest toys because they had... Um, this is inherently interactive, aren't they? I didn't. Yeah, I had. Yeah, I had. I think I remember having like two Transformers. Yeah, I'm not sure I had as many Transformers as maybe some of the other toys. I've got a feeling. I don't know, but they're probably quite expensive. Do you reckon? Trans- quite intricate, weren't they? Yeah. I, I mean, imagine it'd be they always remember. To, I mean, looking at the one you've got in your hand, what which one is that? What's his name? What, well, it's something really. Wheeljack. This is Wheeljack. Wheeljack, which is for the people <laughs> no. that know that Wheeljack is a much just broken Wheeljack. He's made it all this time. Is that in a, a Lancia Delta Integrale? It is. Yeah, yeah. That transforms obviously into a robot. And it's much more impressive in its car form than its robot form, isn't it? They've done a pretty I good think job they in the car. Always form, they? started with the. I don't know actually because the robots all look pretty generic. Um, what we noticed about this is that some of the toys actually made out of die cast metal. So this is like an original 1980s. One, yeah, fact. I wouldn't have noticed that. Or well, maybe I would at the time. Oh, no. It says here on the bottom. Yeah, 1980. And it also says 1982. But yeah, this is old. Um, and it's held up pretty well. It's actually quite heavy. It's a little bit front heavy because the legs or the bonnet are made out of metal. 
maybe they've done that so that it stands up better. Yeah, and I tried to, I tried to transform this. Might be able to hear this now, a little bit of ASMR. You can hear some, this is the sound of Willjack 1980 original being transformed. I tried transforming, I was worried I was gonna break him. But actually, like I'm much stronger than I was when I was a kid, and I probably didn't manage to break many transformers. So they must have been built like tanks to kind of withstand the kid test. Yeah. They're quite intricate. Yeah, proportion. It's not great. It's uh, when he's transformed into his robot form, looks a bit short. <laughs> he does. He does look a bit short. And... It's not got great articulation. It's kind of got like his arms kind of spin around a little bit, and his legs don't move at all. But this, they kind of came in like different sort of, um, I don't know, tiers, I guess, of the toys. So this would have been like a cheaper, smaller one. But then you get like the big ones, like the Optimus Prime, which would be a much bigger robot when it transformed. And it had like the, what's the back part of a lorry called? Truck. Is it? It's yeah. not a carriage, is it? It's a carriage is a train. No, I'd say that the truck part of a lorry. Yeah. But truck is the whole name for it in america so but that part wasn't part of the robot form of optimus was it that was kind of like a little no it's a little base base yeah stroke yeah. but then again i always used to get confused by my favorite who was star no starscream was my favorite of all the transformers never got to own starscream again travesty because my friend had a starscream it was pretty big and yeah it was an like an f-15 jet wasn't it yeah and it yeah. was just the coolest thing because but again if you say like so i brought like a a masterpiece transform which is like a modern one and basically like when when owen saw this he said that's what i imagine in my head like rose tinted spectacles this is what you imagine a transformer is like like lots of articulation loads of detail really good proportions it's quite big as well so it's maybe what's that about 20 centimeters yeah i guess yeah and then stood next to the actual original one yeah because it's like a bit of a joke well and and well your original one and I'm sure I saw one the other day. I had Bumblebee. Yeah. Which is the worst. First of all, he's the worst Transformer because he's turned into a... Got his own film. A bug. But no, which was on... No. It's a beetle, wasn't he? But a Volkswagen beetle. It was a Volkswagen beetle, but I think only like... There was like five articulations. There was head, arm, yeah. arm, leg, leg. And that like was it. Here, and yeah. he was probably about... 10 centimeters oh, yeah, because there tall. were even smaller ones weren't they he was yeah. tiny so it was the most budget of budget ones and then i had like a triformer which was a, again i was that was probably my favorite toy because it did go into a jet plane and a robot and a locomotive that's pretty cool yeah yeah but the locomotive is possibly the worst thing <laughs> it's very limited it's very limited you can only do your shit when you like like guys like you you're gonna have to i'm gonna have to catch up with you late i need to go find a train track <laughs> why would you yeah. ever turn into a locomotive if you can be a jet plane you would twiddle would you unless you got horse and stuff but then you need the stuff that needs to hauling it would have to be by a train track anyway yeah no it's very limited and who like how did they get decided how did transformers get decided their form i don't know Does, is that ever actually explained like why i know in the film i think in the film like the more modern films, I think it's kind of explained. Like well, they why want to take form of things. they want to take form of something that's on Earth, not surprising to them, yeah. the Earthlings. So in in like the Transformers, the movie, that's all set on Cybertron. Cybertron. Yeah, yeah. And what's the what's the the, the, but the they, power? They t- Unicron. Unicron. Is he like the big? Is that the one that's voiced by um, Orson Welles? I think it might be. I don't know. Yeah. 
But I don't know, in the cartoon, I feel like the cartoon is set on Earth, wasn't it? Yeah, my brother used to have like, no, the cartoon wasn't set on Earth, I don't think. But there, there were humans in it though, weren't there? There was definitely humans in it. My brother had one of the Dinobots, which was the, was the, set, the Triceratops. See, if that was set oh, on Earth, if it was set on Earth, they, there were much more inconspicuous things to transform into than a fucking dinosaur, which had been extinct for hundreds of millions well, of years. Well, not only is not even a real dinosaur, it was like a mechanical dinosaur. Yeah. It didn't like go organic and stuff. But the dinosaurs used to combine together to create like a mega Godzilla, didn't they? That's fucking cool, yeah. That is so fucking cool. I could only, having the fact that I had A, the, probably the smallest and the shittiest Transformer <laughs> ever made in Bumblebee, <laughs> then got a huge upgrade maybe a few years later to this Triformer. The dream of having all of the Dinobots so you could make the mega Dinobot is yeah. just like, could not imagine anything more unlikely to happen. I remember when I was a kid as well, there's nothing more cool than a robot or a dinosaur so I have a two yeah, into they, one toy to be fair they absolutely nailed it with the, with the dino bots yeah. they were like thick as shit weren't they They're, what's his name Grimlock Mary Grimlock yeah, yeah yeah and they were like just treated like absolute stupid people they just point them in the right direction just let them do their shit yeah and yeah but, yeah, but what I was going to say was um, the bad transformer whose name Megatron. Megatron, what a great... I imagine Optimus Prime is a strong name as well. Yeah, they're isn't fucking it? good names, actually, isn't they? Starscream. Ultra Magnus. Starscream is the best <laughs> name ever. Like, oh my God, Ultra Magnus. Sounds Sound like a wave. massive Johnny. Soundwave. The best, the best voice. Soundwave. <laughs> used to sound like that and used to have those Looking back now, that is the coolest one. Cassettes. Yeah. Amazing cassettes that turned into a Puma, like a pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah. And three? a falcon. Yeah, the red one is a falcon. Oh yeah. my god, the little puma one was my favourite. My friend had it, and I was just just wanted to steal that. And they used to they used to actually be a tape deck as well. Yeah, I mean proper practical when you were a kid. Yeah, having a tape deck because I used to have a tape player. I never used to have like a hi-fi modem. I used to have like a tape player, which used to look probably like I don't know. I had one of those Fisher Price ones, the little beige and brown one. Oh, really? I was actually looking at those just when I was doing some research for this podcast, and I'm not sure where that fits in. It falls into more the electronics part of the, yeah, the yeah. toy section we talk about. But, but yeah, start, um, Soundwave was the one that I always wanted. But, but Megatron, again, strong name. Yeah. Nostalgiatron, Megatron. So, yeah, and this is how much of an influence style um, uh, Transformers had on us is that we... When we were looking for a name for the podcast, we just added Tron onto the back of Nostalgia, which was quite a Transformers-y thing to do. Yeah, probably the, the strongest names out of all the toy lines, I reckon. I mean, yeah. I'd say, apart from Bumblebee. Apart from Bumblebee. I'd say Thundercats has had pretty cool names as yeah, well. Yeah, actually, yeah. We'll I mean, but, but no, I think yeah. pound for pound, Transformers absolutely nailed it. Much better than He-Man. Yeah, yeah. He-Man. Crap, isn't it? Skeletor. Man at Arms. Rodimus Prime. <laughs> Count Fisto, or whatever his name Count is. Fisto. 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 Fisto, yeah. Not Count Fisto. Um, but yeah, um, so Megatron, I used to think he was a bit shit as a, as a non-robot because he just used to turn into a gun, which magically went small enough for one of his guys yeah, to Yeah, Starscream would like shoot with him, wouldn't he? Yeah, but I, I believe the toy that he was was actually this mega cannon. Yeah, so I had, I had the Megatron transformer and it would transform into like a toy pistol but it was like kind of kind of felt like it was like scale size as well but then it had attachments to kind of put like a scope on it and like a silencer and stuff as well 
again, like... That's a cool toy. Yeah, but it's kind of weird that... But in terms of the Transformers universe, it's, yeah, it's a bit stupid, isn't but it? But also, like, this whole fascination with giving kids weaponry. Yeah. Because in terms of my toys, I would have had, like, a cap gun, which would have been just so much fun. I can still smell the smell of the, the cap gun going off. Did you ever get, like... Used to buy like a roll of, used to buy like a tube of rolls. Yeah, didn't you? They used to have yeah. like probably ten in. They weren't expensive either. They were pretty cheap. And yeah. I used to get a whole reel of caps and tie them around a two p. Yeah, yeah. And then sellotape over the outside of it, and then just Throw launch it. it. And the explosion it used to make would be unbelievable. Do you reckon you still get caps? Maybe, but I always, like, I, I always wanted. There was definitely a stage in my life where I just wanted. I just wanted bangers, <laughs> and I never used to be able to get them. And used to go to somebody used to go to France and come back with like some. Yeah, it wasn't really bangers. a thing, wasn't it, in the UK? No, but used to get those. Are they called devil crackers, which were like these little <laughs> bits. No, you, you know what I'm talking about. They were like bits of tissue paper with a bit of gunpowder, devil yeah, snaps yeah. or something they, like they that. They have them here. They're so annoying. You with know, the little like... snaps, and they just throw them at the floor and just go bang. Yeah, it'd be so fucking cool. But I just used to burn through them so quickly. Yeah, you see kids of them here now, don't you? On um, when would it be like Sam? When would it be? Yeah, yeah. You just see them like walking past old people, like throwing them at their feet. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Um, but Transformers was definitely, and I still remember the movie having a swear word in it. Shit, wasn't it? Was it shit? shit. And I'm thinking, thinking, oh my God, it's Universal. Yeah. You rated for everyone. Do you know, the movie, the cartoon movie, not the new movie, it's a cartoon movie, it kind of holds up still. It's quite weird. It's not at all like the cartoon. The cartoon looks terrible now. But the animation's really bad. Oh, really? Yeah, it doesn't look good at all. The only thing the the cartoon, the original series cartoon's got going for it is the noise still, you know, the sound of the transformer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> And uh, didn't have like a proper um eighties power ballad for the film. You got the touch, yeah. din, din, din. you got the power. No, it's, it's a it's a pretty decent animation. It's it's got quite a star studded voice cast as well. But it was very mangry, wasn't it? Yeah, like yeah. The cartoon was a manga one where it's like He-Man and stuff. Like you look at the animation of He-Man these days, and I watched a few episodes recently, and it's just the same kind of. You see somebody's face talking, and then something in the background, and then the same rift of music got played all of the time. It was pretty. Well, that's like yeah, the Transformers as well. If you like go back to that now and look at the, some of the original ones, they're so badly drawn as well. They don't look good at all. No, it was definitely like they just got to try and bang as many of them out as possible so they can sell as many toys as possible. Yeah. It's never about the quality, it was about the quantity. So I don't, know, I don't really know, I don't know the story behind the production of Transformers the movie, the cartoon one. But did it come before Transformers? I think, no, I, think it came, I think it came afterwards. And I don't know I why they bothered putting there so was much a cartoon into first it. for Transformers before there was a. Oh, you toy. mean like the series? Yeah, the concept of Transformers. Did it? Because He Man is a toy first, cartoon second. Yeah, I don't know if it's true of Transformers. Well, Transformers originally were like called something else in Japan. So there were already these transforming robots. And I think then, who was, was it Hasbro that did Transformers? Yeah. I think maybe they bought the license and they got like... Is it a Bandai? A oh. Bandai Transformers. But I think, didn't Bandai get bought by Hasbro? I know. Yeah, but something happened anyway. Yeah, I think there was another toy line before. And then I think they got bought out by the American toy company. And then they made the cartoon to go alongside it so they might have happened at the same time perhaps well speaking of low budget transformers um i had an autobot uh, sorry an autobot a gobot a gobot oh my god i mean 
I talked about how bad Bumblebee was as a, as a Transformer. Well, imagine a large Bumblebee. It was the, like the most budget version of a Transformer. I'd like to see a GoBot now to see it's, how different it is. It looks so bad. There's zero DL in the face. It's just like almost two colours, like maybe a beige and a red. And like, it's just oh, really? there's no detail. Like, at least, for example, looking at your older one here, you've got like the, 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 the windscreen visor. It's, it's yeah, metal yeah. in places. It's got like... It's got kind of a cool coloured roof. There's a little bit of detail to the face. There's a bit of kind of it's stickers. It's got like, yeah, the stickers are like kind of, I guess something like the rally version of that Lancia Delta. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They and, must have been licensed, mustn't they? Because they are actual I don't know. Replicas. I'd be interested to find out what the laws were like those days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these, this GoBot was just so budget. Was the concept the same with GoBots? Was it a vehicle that turned into a yeah, robot? Yeah, exactly the same. It's just like, do you remember like, you have Pokemon and you have Digimon. Digimon, yeah, yeah. And there's enough of if that means it gets big enough there's always a market for like a, a secondary version of it yeah yeah and unfortunately the credibility that came with having the secondary version of a transformer was literally i couldn't tell anyone about this I they was, at least have cool names the gobots no i don't even remember they remember i remember getting a like remember those those memes you see like mum can i have some x <laughs> yeah. no we've got x at home and when you get home it's like Mum can I have McDonald's? No, we've got we've got McDonald's at home, and they get back and it's got like a, a frozen burger or something <laughs> like that, which is just never gonna never come close in terms of that's what an auto that's what a GoBot was like. It was just so disappointing because it was obviously I didn't have the options to get a Transformer. And I had to, I don't know if I got given it or was surprised or I chose it myself. But yeah. Maybe I was just so uneducated about the whole thing. I kind of brought it in good faith, thinking that if it's a transforming robot, it maybe has to be it was a transformer. A transformer, yeah. yeah. And maybe his name's Gobot. And then you brought it to school with the humiliation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, 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 man, that ain't no transformer. It's a Gobot. <laughs> and then just the the fear, the fear and, and tragedy <laughs> on my face when I realised that I'd been duped with this Your once real beloved budget. toy. And then word gets about on, on, the, on the playground and your toy credibility is shot to shit. It's happened you had to move to another school. Well, if I... Well, no, I, I didn't move to another school, but if I'd had the option, if I'd, that day they'd have said, do you want to move to another school? I'm like, yeah, I think that's for the best now. I've just rocked up with a knife to a gunfight, which is the equivalent of a, a go-bot to a Transformers discussion. Um, but yeah, I, I, I used to have very limited Transformers. Yeah. How many, how many did you have? Um, how many did Lord Michael have? I was a very spoiled child. I don't know. I had, I had quite a few, I think. It's a shame this, the only one I've got now is this Lancia Delta one. I know I had, I had Optimus. I had oh, Megatron. I might not have had many more than that. I think my brother had a few. He had the, I think there was one that was a Porsche that transformed into a robot as well. And I think he, he might have had Starscream. They would have had to license that from Porsche. Yeah. But this is the thing. I mean, this has actually got, I think it says on it, well, maybe it doesn't say Lancia on it, but this is definitely a Lancia. And then I'm trying to read the back of this for our listeners, but no, it doesn't say anything about Lancia. But on the on the masterpiece one, this has got the Nissan badge on it. Yeah, so that's definitely licensed. It's like a Japanese police car, then, if it's a Nissan police car. Yeah, but it says police in. What is that? Or is it even like it's like the Datsun, isn't it? You highway know, like the... highway patrol. Yeah, that's like a Nissan. What is it like the the three fifty Z, but the old one, not the or the two. Was the it a two fifty Z? Fair Lady or whatever it was mm. called, or something weird like that. So they must have been 
there must be licensed like they like said Bumblebee was a Volkswagen Beetle right yeah yeah um, yes. we mentioned it earlier uh, Thundercats Thundercats I, I'm, I'm sure I had a a uh, Lee what's it called Lino 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 I'm sure I had a Lino did you yeah I loved I loved the the Thundercats cartoon that might have actually been my favourite cartoon and it, I think that one holds up as well in terms of animation because I think that was like a co-production in Japan and America so I think they had like an anime production company working on the, an animation because it looks pretty decent still but I didn't have any of the toys if you get a chance go and look at go and look at He-Man on um, go and look at He-Man video it's awful in terms of animation it's yeah, really yeah. really awful yeah and compare it to like something like Thundercats yeah. and see if, if, if I'm remembering right but maybe it's rose tinted glasses but I used to yeah, I mean I used to love the Thundercats as a as a, as a concept yeah. so, so much so I named two of my cats after Chitara and the other one was called Snarf although Snarf, Snarf was an absolute twat who was your favourite uh, obviously not Snarf who was your favourite character I think Panthro was Maybe it was my brother's favorite. He had like a bull whip, didn't he? As his weapon. Yeah, he was just yeah. so level-headed and cool. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, um, Ty- what was his name? Is it Tiger? No, Tiger. 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 Yeah, I Voxel, think it was my favorite. The Voxel Tiger came out. I was like, <laughs> yeah. named after a Thundercat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to have a mega crush on Chitara. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, she's a bit foxy, but um, yeah, quite, quite cheatery. Yeah, yeah. And then there used to be those two little annoying twins, Wily Kit and Wily Cat. Wily Kit and Wily Cat. <laughs> Shit names. Okay, that's where Wiley's named after, you know, that Gary, that grime guy in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. And then, and then... Slive. That was like the lizardy kind of evil one, wasn't he? I was Slive. 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 Oh, it used to have the tongue. Yeah. Speak like a slippery yeah, snake. And Mumra. Mumra, the ever-living! I just love that. Just because the passion in his voice yeah. when he used to just shout, he just scream. Because he'd be like a feeble kind of mummy, wouldn't he? Yeah, and then he'd turn into just that like, massive just a real flip on your head, yeah. like oh, you think I'm a weak little mama. I'm just gonna scream from the top of my voice as to exactly what I am. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like the cartoon it felt a lot more dynamic than some of the other ones. And, and think... what was the vehicle they had, which had the two lines paused at the front of the vehicle? It used oh, to be yeah. bad. Dig through things, yeah. Didn't it? it'd either kind of roll or climb up things or dig through yeah. things. It was absolutely awesome. Oh, I forgot about that. It was, oh, what was it called? It had a really cool name as well. The Thundercats were great. What was the sort? It was the Eye of Thundera, wasn't it? In the Eye of Thundera, Thunder. give me sight beyond sight. Thunder, Thundercats. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hope it was about. No. But it'd be like really dramatic. I think, I think maybe that came from like the kind of Japanese but the manga sort of. Thundercats are on the move. Thundercats are loose. Feel the magic. Feel the ball. Thundercats are loose. Thunder, 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 thundercats. Yeah, it was very manga. Yeah, yeah. The music made a big difference. Like when Mumro was screaming, there'd be all like bits of like kind of mummy tape flying everywhere. Yeah, with his yeah, I feel quite excited just talking about uh, Thundercats. Actually, I, I think I need to I'll watch an episode of Thundercats after this for sure because yeah, it, yeah. uh, it deserves it deserves a rerun to see if it was rose rose tinted glasses or if it was as good as I. Hopefully I not. Hopefully it still stands the test of time. Yeah, because my um, special place in my heart. I think the cartoon. My it must have been about ten years ago. We went out in a fancy dress, and one of my friends went as Mumra. 
And his, really? co- his costume was amazing because he just got like toilet paper to make it look like um, he was Mumra and he did all the. Was cake. he like the feeble mummy one or like the ever living like a beast one? one. I, don't really, I can't really remember. But we, but it, we went out on Halloween and we weren't there weren't that many people dressed out. And then we walked into this pub and this guy sang, "What's that coming over the hill? Is it a Mumra?" <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that was one of the funniest things. <laughs> Because it was just genius, but yeah. I think a mummy is one of the best Halloween costumes, you know, because you can make a really convincing mummy out of like very little money. When I was um, working in a pub, I went as a mummy once. I just wrapped myself in bandages. Well, quality. Speaking of of of, of fancy dress again, because this is relevant. So one of our friends, Giz, we uh, from the same group of friends went up to to do a fancy dress uh, fancy dress thing one day. I, I went as a, a pimp. <laughs> like a proper purple zoot suit yeah. and the whole like cane and stuff. I don't think I had a cane actually, but anyway, that's another story for another time because I got abandoned in the group and nobody else in fancy dress. So I was dressed <laughs> up as a pimp in the middle of this town. I had no recollection of where I was. Just a pimp walking around. But yeah, Giz made his, he went as Optimus Prime, which involved wearing, <laughs> which involved wearing a red polo, a red kind of uh, polo neck. Is they called t- Polo Nicks, the ones? Yeah, like the, a, ones, the, the roll neck. Like the Steve yeah. Jobs one, yeah. yeah. And blue tracksuit trousers, and he had like <laughs> shoe boxes on his arms. And a massive, like the worst costume. a massive box for his chest as well, and then for the legs. <laughs> Obviously, boxes, they've got, and he had to transport this up to this, uh, to, to Yorkshire or wherever it was we were. And obviously, boxes have got this natural ability to be flat back, but no, Giz had to do it. He made like with rivets and screws. Oh, no. So we spent about two hours when we got there rebuilding this uh, Optimus Prime outfit. And it had a major design flaw because we were going out drinking that the fact because of the boxes on his arms and the size of the boxing chest, he couldn't actually reach his mouth. <laughs> and so within about two hours, his outfit totally disintegrated because it was just impractical as fuck. So we went out for a night out wearing fancy dress and there's geese in just a polo shirt. Roll neck. Roll neck. <laughs> a red roll neck and blue tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> and trying to get into this night out and everyone's dressed like, what are you covered? Did you like, not even oh. like face paint or anything like that one? Or boxing his head? No. <laughs> just a normal head. human head. Yeah, there's a, there's a photo somewhere. I, I, I'll send it to you. I say normal human head. Well, there's a photo somewhere of this one, but yeah, um, yeah, quite uh, quite some quite good '80s inspiration to um. Actually, that reminds me. I think we always used to. Me and my brother used to make ourselves like transformers, make ourselves transformers out of cardboard boxes. I remember like walking around the garden with like transfer like a box over my head walking around like a robot fudge it fudge it I think we'd like draw like the, the Decepticon or like the Autobot like symbol on the front of it the as well yeah. fudge transformer ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> just just box in your head with eye holes cut into it but have you seen on um, I've seen like YouTube videos of like dads who have made their their kids transform uh, some of them unbelievable yeah. have you seen the actually one that, transforms and the one that, where he's like a mech and he's got his little daughter sits in the front and yeah. he's like a mech I mean yeah. that's just ridiculous so cool but also, far too much time on his hands. Um, but yeah, Transformers were, Transformers are the best. I say, so if you take Transformers, He-Man, and uh, Thundercats, rank them one to three. Transformers, He-Man, Thundercats. Uh, for toys? No, I've got a gun to your head. For everything. Holi- everything. Holistically. Transformers, Thundercats, what's the other one? He-Man. Okay, Transformers first, Thundercats then He-Man. I have to agree. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly I have to agree. And when you see... Well, I maybe would have thought differently until I rewatched that He-Man cartoon and just realised quite how crap it was. Awful, yeah, it's really like bad. Like, when, when we did the episode 
which never has been released, the Saturday morning TV, the mystery episode yeah. 0000, which we've never released. If you ever do like a Patreon, maybe that can be like one of the... Uh, yeah, yeah, the, our first ever podcast. It's yeah. going to be, it will probably be like the, the uh, it will be like the GoBot compared to this slick and polished uh, Transformer <laughs> yeah. that we're up to in episode, episode nine. But um, we talked about the raccoons as a Saturday morning TV. Mm. And again, as part of the research, I watched that. I mean... They've got three little clips of music and they play them a thousand times oh, throughout really? the episode. And you just can't quite appreciate like how crap it is to watch as an adult. It's just like, why are they even playing music at this point? It's weird, isn't it? I love it as a kid. Absolutely love it. Couldn't get enough of it. I think kids are pretty easily manipulated. You can pretty much serve up any old shit. You'd, yeah. you'd probably have to better sell it to parents than you do children. Interesting to like watch now. So if we watched all three of those that you just mentioned, the Transformers... The Thundercats. And what's the other one? The, the He-Man. He-Man, yeah. Which one we'd prefer now? I think the Transformers is everything, isn't it? It's like the toys, the name. I think like even now, Transformers maybe, quite present. Maybe we'd, we'd, take this as a, we'd take this as a takeaway. We can do a special episode yeah. where we'll watch one after the other. Well, that'd be good, actually. That'd and, be good and do a little contrast of each one of them. Because there were three, probably the three most iconic cartoons in, yeah. in our childhood. And everyone, certainly our, our group of friends will have memories of these three. We could watch episode one of each of those three and see see how they stand up. I've got a feeling that it's going to be Thundercats is going to come out best, but I, I have a feeling He Man will come out the worst regardless. But yeah. you're saying Transformers is pretty bad, so I'd be interested to see. Yeah, yeah. Particularly because you're quite you're quite artistic, so maybe you'll have a better appreciation. But I, 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 I definitely thinking remember thinking God He Man is bad. Like, and I, the Transformers is more cool anyway, aren't they? Because they're kind of robots to Transformers things where. It's He-Man. Instead of these cool... narcissistic masters of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Self-proclaimed masters of the universe. Some bowl-cutted, like, barbarian. Thundercats is a strong name as well. Thundercats. Yeah. Yeah, why Thunder? What's the Thunder part of it? Thundercats. This sounds good, I guess. But maybe... The... Rolls of the tongue nicely, doesn't it? Thundercats. Thundercats. Yeah. Have you got any other particular favourite kind typhoon, of left. typhoon dogs <laughs> I can't advise yeah, just Thundercats any other what types any... so yeah do you have any like uh, favourite I've, I've only got one left and it's actually my favourite toy of all time um, well I had like figure. some of the some of the more miniature figurines like monsters in my pocket which were these kind of like <laughs> steady on <laughs> which were these kind of generic um, kind of weird coloured crazy looking monsters which had which just small figurines a bit like army men but a bit just kind of abstract and then there were these muscle men which were these mega collectible these disturbingly flesh coloured pink toys oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which were kind of came in all sorts of cool designs and were just you tend to buy you didn't buy them packs of one you'd get like packs of five but I think going back to toys that had a mega influence on me was just like cars in general like having cars, those yeah die cast cars and i used to have not a huge selection but i used to have like this weird selection of like I, my my brother got had like this rolls royce silver shadow which was a decent size one and i think it was actually attached to a base but we, they would have actual like, scales wouldn't they the, like 
I think he got brought one twelve scale. He got brought an actual like collector's one, but it was attached to this kind of display cabinet, and we were like, "Get it out of that straight away! We want to play with it." It's probably like really not. It was a Rolls Royce Silver Shadow. Wow. With like had the little flying lady on the front and everything, but it didn't last. I was going to say how much display. Yeah, no, but it was proper. These cars, and then I just remember having some kind of American like Firebirds and Transams and stuff like that. Also having the most mundane. I'm sure I had like a Renault Twenty One. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I had a, Ford, a red Ford Escort. That's what's <laughs> yeah. I think I had the red, red Ford Escort. Really grounded well. in realism, yeah. It really was just kind of setting expectations. But yeah. Fair play to the guy or whoever brought my brother the Rolls Royce Silver Shadow. <laughs> yeah. Setting some high expectations. But I, you'd have like some really mundane cars. But they used to be just built like absolute brick shit houses. So yeah, they were proper die cast metal. I would they, take man? a lot of. I don't know why, but launching things used to be so much fun. So I'm sure I just get my toy cars and just throw them yeah. as far as I can. What was it about toys? Or They're just so walls. flingable, weren't they? You could just like launch them. Just love launching them for no reason. And these these takes would take some beatings. Like the doors would never fall off, and the doors yeah. would open. They're quite heavy, I guess, weren't they? Because they're metals. It's like die cast. Yeah. Like, and they're metal. They used to have most of them used to have like generic wheels. But again, they never used to bend too often. Occasionally, they would, and you couldn't push it on. But then, yeah, you'd get the odd one that'd get like a buckled axle, and if yeah. you pushed it along, it'd kind of wobble a bit. Yeah. But there was a lot of satisfaction to be had from driving these die cast cars, like up any surface, whether it's across your sofa, whether it's up the walls, and then making the sound of it, yeah. making the car sound effects as well. But used to get some really randomly mundane cars, which, I mean, I'm guessing, were they aimed at collectors or were they aimed at children? I don't know, actually, because they, because now you get Hot Wheels and they're kind of brightly coloured, aren't they? They've got like decals and stuff, but these were just Cor- replicas Corgi, were they of Corgi? Were the Corgi was the company. That... Corgi were the bigger ones, weren't they? So you get the Corgi cars, which were a slightly bigger scale, right. and then the Matchbox ones, which oh, were yeah, the, the Matchbox size ones. That's ones, right. Yeah, 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 no, they were, but they were really like really good toys because they yeah. were just quite good all rounders. And I don't know what I would have kind of imagined them being, but you did used to you used to I remember spending a lot of time playing with these. And I also had like a die cast. I think it was Buck Rogers vehicle. It was like this. <laughs> white space rocket and it had these yellow wings that came from the side and looked like kind of a, a, a bottle opener at the front we had this kind of <laughs> weird thing oh, and they, these, they would spring ah, out this is the, the one that yeah the, and the wings would you press a button and the wings would spring out the side yeah. and i think this is the thing that fired the laser beams but ah, it was it yeah, was yeah. it was die cast so again it, you could and actually the one thing better than a car was a plane because you were not restricted by anything you, you can't really hover a car through the air and pretend it's a car but a plane you could just, just like, run around with it in your hand like, yeah yeah wow oh, which leads me which again i'd forgotten about these remember those polystyrene planes that you used to get probably one of the best toy i'd love one of those now as well yeah one of the best toys ever you'd kind of get it in like a little paper packet wouldn't you you'd rip open and pull out the, the maybe the, what to be two pieces no three pieces no they used to be they used to be, be the body part the main body part then these the be wings the, the main wings, then there used to be the tail wing, and then, then there used the to be the bit. nose cone with yeah. the propeller. It's like a little plastic kind of like cap. Flip. Yeah, like cap that, yeah, that went on the end of the polystone of a propeller. With a it. moving propeller, and they used to be cheap as hell. They yeah. used to be about 50p each, so your parents never used to really take exception, exception if you wanted one. And some of these used to fly oh. so amazingly until they hit a wall 50 times and the front fell off and then the balance They'd was They'd always gone. bend at the nose, wouldn't they? And then yeah, and then you could, there was that moment where you just realised you're not going to yeah. get the nose back on and it's done. Because but the, the, the light you'd get when you'd like put it together and you'd throw it and you'd get like one that actually glided really well through the garden. Such a long way. I, I think you can still get them because I, I'm sure oh, I bought you? as a present for, for my nephew like five years ago a pack of like 20 of them. 
Oh, what a great man. present! Now I would love. That. And they were all kind of like replicas of planes, weren't they? Like Spitfires and stuff. Like World War Two planes and stuff. Yeah, they were. I've got a feeling that there was one that was like slightly bigger, and it was like a bomber, and it had you know the propeller clips. You had two of them, and you put them onto the wings rather than the nose. Oh, that sounds epic. Yeah, that sounds yeah. epic. It used to be the kind of thing you'd potentially get if you went to a boy's birthday party and you get used to maybe get goodie bags at the end of parties yeah and you'd get one of those wouldn't <laughs> you'd you get yeah. one of those in there. yeah oh god i totally forgotten about goodie, goodie bags, bags. <laughs> it's like the dumb thing when you went to a birthday party when you were a kid you to get a... given like a leaving gift of like some sweets yeah, and some cheap ass toys maybe, maybe a like a rubber an action figure a pencil yeah, yeah. yeah and maybe like a ruler or something yeah. like that some like Cheap ass stuff. But if you got one of those polystyrene planes, be oh, fucking yes. yeah, man, that would have been that would have been the best because they're just so much bang for your buck and be- like crafted so simply, so cheaply, but just phenomenal. Anything which I don't know, it seems to kind of almost defy energy. The fact that it could fly so far with such little effort, yeah, because it was so light. That it's was so just, satisfying that the little propellers spun around as well when you threw so it. So satisfying. I'm sure you could get like loop the loop ones that used to do a perfect yeah. loop the loop and you'd just be like, how does that even do Did that? Did they have on the polystyrene wings, was there like an flaps. almost kind of... Yeah, there were flaps. You could adjust the flaps, <laughs> couldn't you? To, and yeah. if you put the downfalls, you could make them kind of soar higher yeah. or you could make them go faster. And you have to be really careful when you bend the flaps not to snap them, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about oh, the man, flaps. I want one. I, I could take them down to the park down there and fly them, wouldn't we? I could fly off my roof terrace from yeah. here. I mean, obviously, you'd have to wait till it's to end of it. Well, I'm going to have a look on the internet. Oh, but wouldn't it be great like, if you go to like a sports event or a, like a stadium and throw one on stage? Because they <laughs> used to go pretty far and they were cheap as hell. Yeah, going, yeah. To, like, go, like, going, to the, going to the camp now and seeing if you could get one onto the pitch because it would make it on TV. <laughs> I'll go to Primavera and, and like, totally I love you, King Gizzard and Elizabeth Wizard on the wings and throw it onto the stage. Just do a load of them. Yeah. Get, we get like 10 or so yeah, to yeah. see if we can get on TV with our... <laughs> yeah. Watch this space, <laughs> listeners. We are coming soon to a sports event yeah. near you, a World War II polystyrene plane <laughs> invading music festival stroke sports event. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, but the other things, yeah, I, I, I remember just for the, to- the die-cast cars, was that the biggest toy that I had was the Fisher-Price garage, the three-story, multi-story scar park, yeah, which yeah. was just so perfect because you used to roll the car to this like car lift Turn the handle on the side. Used to go to the first floor, which was never used to. End. And the second floor, then you'd roll o- out, and then open the door, and you'd lift the lift. It would lift the ramp up, and then used to just the car used to go all the way back down to the bottom yeah, again. Yeah, like a little spiral kind of. And there was always that we- yeah, and there was always that weird bit in the middle which had like parking spaces. It was really detailed in the middle car park, and I used to just like parking cars in there yeah. and just populating this car park. And I'm it sure there cool was... It was relatively small, wasn't it? But it had quite a lot going on in that small space. I'm sure there was like a petrol station or a car wash in it as well. I mean, there was a car wash. You used to pull the cars through and you used to push the things down. Yeah. Like that was an accessory for it. It was the working car wash. Do you know, I've got a feeling that they did something similar to that with, with micro machines. But it was kind of like a little box that opened up and it would be like a little kind yeah. of garage or like a car wash or something that you could put your micro machines into i do remember that as well micro, micro machines, machines were amazing oh, oh my i think goodness. we spoke about this on maybe the primary school or the lunchtime one but there's kind of like a, a black market at our primary school for swapping micro machines ah they come in collections of five yeah they and were so collectible they were they? they were just amazing and Another again they thing i'd like now they just do what they needed to do. They were really well built. They were yeah. small, so they're easily accessible. And they gave you the joy of... Because they used to get like Micro Machine planes and they were amazing. Mm. But even Star Wars Micro Machines. I actually brought... I think I'm sure like 
10 years ago, I bought some Star Wars micro machines. Oh, did you? And they had like the Imperial Star Destroyer. Yeah, it had like yeah, the cool. kind of like that one with the long, I forget what it's called now. It's the one with Jed- Admiral Akbar's ship um, in the Return of the Jedi. It's a trap. Because <laughs> he was in that kind of tall vehicle thing. But yeah, they were absolutely phenomenal. And they had tanks. You'd get the, um, so they came in five, or I think you might have got ones that were in group packs of two or three. They're micro machines, the deluxe. Big, the bigger ones. Well, that, no, the deluxe ones were the ones that had the opening doors, and I think the boot or the bonnet would have opened on it as well. Because normal micro machines, they wouldn't have any opening parts. But yeah, the deluxe ones, you could open them. We need to have a, an excursion to a toy shop just to see what's yeah. about these days because... Because there's no toys for us now, but there are some toy stores around here, aren't there? Yeah, there is definitely some around here. Even in like department, department store. stores is a good place to go. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't, it feels like places like Amazon are just full of like crap. Like, so you have to sort for a lot of crap and whereas department stores have less space so they're a lot more selective. So you tend to see the cream of the crop of the toys. Yeah, I wonder what the kind of trends are at the moment. I wonder if it is cyclical as well. I wonder if there are like micro machines still. Oh, what's still what's still what's available? Yeah, absolutely. And I, other kind of random toys that I used to have, which kind of fall into this category, were McDonald's Happy Meal toys. <laughs> yeah. And they used to. I mean, what did you get like, like wind up to- sort of toys? In kind of. And all I remember is they had this series of toys which were like chicken nuggets, just as characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they looked pretty weird, but they were just so collectible and like you say like there would be one with like i'm sure one of the characters is actually the bins you get at mcdonald's which look like that star wars thing that robot that walks oh, along with yeah, the with the yeah. feet that kind with of overlap feet, um, each other which you wind up it's like a mcdonald's bin version there's a mcdonald's bin version and there was like hamburglar and there was that big he's not part pur- of the whole McDonald's pur- anymore is he that pur- you don't see the much raisin anymore. looking was that was that purple thing like a grimace or something I don't know like grimace yeah yeah what was, what, was what was that yeah what was that like a, it looked like a big raisin didn't it yeah what the hell was that supposed <laughs> to be but yeah McDonald's toys they, like in my toy box they would always be they'd always get c- categorised on there and then there used to be things that you'd send away for and breakfast cereals mm, i remember getting a frisbee from uh, rice krispies but it took about three months to arrive it was so exciting though <laughs> like, i think we talked about this before getting posed as a child was just the greatest <laughs> moment ever because it's either going to be a birthday money birthday monies or something you've sent away for or some sort of comic book or, or something yeah, that yeah. you've kind of oh even now, I still, even if it's just bills, there is still a 0.01% of me which is happy to get post. <laughs> there really is. It's like a little gift, isn't it? Yeah. Even if it's just like whatever, overdue notices on bills and stuff like that, there is still that kind of tiny percent of me, which is what I'm sure you get people buy on Amazon, not because of the convenience, because of that kind of dopamine hit of getting that kind of delivery. And really, it's like the thrill of the chase and the delivery oh, and the expectation. It really it? is. But yeah, sending away and collecting the vouchers on the, suit, on the, on the backs of the cereal packets sending a check and you always have to send a, a stamped addressed envelope a stamped addressed envelope yeah that was, I forget that was for for like TV programmes and stuff yeah they'd always send TV programmes wouldn't they but what would you be sending off for down the TV programme like a guide on how to tie knots or stuff like that remember it used to be on like they'd be like on printed out free guides like available but you used to have to send a stamped addressed envelope and you'd get like a yeah. three page photocopy thing of this thing <laughs> yeah, and yeah. again exciting as fuck but and the thought of having to do a stamp to this envelope was I just didn't have any stamps. So I'd never did these things because I'd always... Yeah, I think the only time I did it was probably for the Rice Krispies when you probably had to collect tokens on the back of the Rice Krispie packets. 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Is it Rice Krispies? Honey Puffs. I'm sure I had a. No, it was Honey Puffs. Anyway, it could have been any of those ones. Cocoa Pops. What did yeah. you say? What was your breakfast cereal of choice? Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. It was, yeah, yeah. And they used to have a disgusting amount of sugar, about three tablespoons yeah, of sugar. Yeah, yeah. It'll collect at the bottom, like. Ah, oh, the sweet, sweet, milky, sweet <laughs> yeah. syrup. Yeah. Oh, I can so just good. hear the scraping against the bowl. Yeah, I can just make. I can hear the noise yeah. now of me just kind of scraping every last, every last granule of the the sugar up. But I used to, I used to be a, a, I used to have Weetabix. I used to have Nesquik cereal. They were the two mm. until we migrated onto Pop Tarts, which have got to be the least nutritious thing. Oh, they're awful, aren't they? It's pure sugar. They used to have the chocolate pop tarts. My brother used to have the strawberry ones with the frosting on top. Oh, that kind of cereal stuff is just the worst, isn't it? It is just the worst. I mean, it's actually, to be fair, Rice Krispies minus the sugar. They're probably all right, yeah. It's all right. Like like shredded wheat is probably really good for you, actually. Yeah, shredded wheat is probably good. I used to just take any of these things and just lash them in, in sugar. <laughs> yeah. And it used to be fine. Yeah. No problem at all. We're still here. Yeah, exactly. Still here. And, uh, and then used to get. I, and the amount of time I used to spend reading the. Because I used to read the cereal box as I was eating the cereal. So I'd know the cereal box from inside out because it just wasn't something to do while you're eating your cereal. Yeah. And they used to have like kind of shitty mazes on the back of the packet or something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. Or some sort of crap like activity. A joke or something, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but the excitement of getting the figures inside the cereal packs, remember? Oh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, in like Frosties and stuff, you would get like a little you figure You would, inside, and they used yeah. to go right to the bottom, so you'd have to kind of like, and getting to the end of the cereal pack was the worst for like Frosties, because it used to be just granulated, <laughs> turn into swamp whenever you put the milk inside yeah. it. But yeah, getting the figures, because some of them you actually used to put them in the packet, sometimes it would come in the outer box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember kind of fishing around inside cereal to try and get them out. But like yeah. a crit, like generally just, like these weird, like paper, what are they called? Like there were these, I don't know, it's probably for another episode, but they're these things that used to be able to connect together, these kind of hexagonal, no, they were circular things that used to be able to link together to make like a... What were they? A thing, and there was the other ones... That, they weren't pogs, were they? Similar to that kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Like hex is fix or something weird like that. I've just made that name up, I reckon. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's probably, probably for another time, but yeah. The I've, got, I've got a few honourable mentions before I do move on to my final toy. Like kind of sort of almost like also ran action figures. They had like the, the mask ones, and I had quite a lot of those, but I don't really have much fondness I a, for I them. Mask, I had a mask crusader. I think like the figures just had masks that you put onto them, but then yeah. the vehicles... I think the vehicles had sort of transforming parts, like you push a button and wings would come no, out. I do remember. I used, to, I used to remember just putting the mask on and that, thinking that was really cool. My, my, my mask. Mask crusaders, <laughs> working all the time, fighting crime. exactly exactly and battle beasts battle beasts so they were kind of like the same size as like the muscle men uh and they were just like kind of like little animal human hybrid sort of figures but they had a holographic sticker on their chest that you press and it'd be one of the elements it'd be like earth air wind fire or something like captain planet yeah yeah um i remember collecting those for a bit but they they're okay They're, they're, they're fine i think people still collect them now but the yeah, my big one was uh, and still is. I'd still have these now. Zoids. I remember the advert. I don't really oh remember the. God, they were were awesome. they were they dinosaurs? Yeah, so they were yeah again dinosaurs and insects, awesome. insects, dinosaurs. But kind of they were like robotic ones. Yeah. The, the cool thing about this is it kind of really appeals to me. I like making stuff. Like I used to take so, apart. So my just toys. for the just for the fact that nobody can see, like Michael's face has just lit up. His <laughs> eyes have just gone massive, and he just went off. And it's like just got just talking about this has t- changed his state. Oh, 
I could even feel like that. So they'd come in like different tiers. You'd have like the, the cheaper ones and they would come on the little runners that you'd get, say, like an Airfix kit in where you'd have to kind of twist off the parts and construct it together. And they'd have these little rubber bolts that you'd put on. So that was really fun actually making them. And they looked really cool because they were like insects or dinosaurs. But even the smaller, cheap ones, they would have these little motors in them that would wind up. And when you kind of set them down, they would do different things like you'd have like a walking one and they would actually walk along. Or you'd get ones which were like aquatic ones and they'd have little flippers. You could put them in a bath. They had little polystyrene floats on either side. So it'd be like a kind of little dinosaur that would like kind of swim through the water. I mean, just, just again, cool. I, I, I'm not sure it's enough to fill an episode, but bath tubs, I'm sure I had some kind of like a submarine that used to kind of you yeah, put, toys used to you put, put, in a bath. Put, put bubble bath inside and it used to oh, self, really? self-propel itself underwater oh, really? That's just cool. by using the reaction of water and, and, and liquid soap yeah, yeah. or something like that. And there was, yeah, I remember those, <laughs> it just reminded me as well, and I'm sure why, but Remember those snakes used to get with about kind of eight different sections to their body. You like used to have like the kind of jaunty colours on their back and used yeah. to like, used to kind of rock it backwards and forwards and used to move like an actual snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure actually thinking about it, they used to, I used to have kind of rubber snakes and rubber spiders or, or, yeah. or kind of generic non-branded toys that used to be kind of like you have like the zoo versions. animals as well. Exactly, yeah, like yeah. An, a random oxen or something like that from the, <laughs> yeah, from yeah. the zoo and they used to be quite a key component of the, the toy box um oh yeah going back to zoid so that would be the tier well, like the, the cheaper ones you get but then like the big sort of birthday or christmas present ones would be like these so you used massive to get given toys just like non-season events yeah non- yeah i really i, I didn't i don't think I, I think i had some toys but i didn't I don't remember kind of our weekend going out and be brought a toy it would be very rare unless oh. it was a special occasion no I didn't mind. I just spent most of my time outside playing. Yeah, yeah. It would be. It'd only be like a little cheap one, like the polystyrene plane, or like maybe a little Zoid. Yeah, maybe, maybe like I'd get one of those. Maybe I, I don't think I'd get a cheap Zoid. I'd get, maybe get a polystyrene plane. But the, yeah, the bigger Zoids were awesome. I was looking these up uh, the other day on eBay, and they go for shit. Mega Zoids. Like, yeah, they were like well, even the smaller Zoids, right? So the little ones that I was talking about. Zoids are a cool name. That were like these ones that are little, a little bit like an Airfix kit with a wind-up motor on them. I was looking there. If you've got like a sealed version of one of those from like the original ones, they go for hundreds. But the bigger ones, you can't really find as like sealed boxed ones. But the bigger ones had a bigger motor in them, much more complex. They had more kind How of. How did the motor work in parts. the bigger ones? So the big, that was battery powered ones. It wasn't a wind up one. So you put like the big, chunky, not the. What are the different types of batteries? You've got the AA, which are like AA, the small ones. Triple A, then fat, the AA, fat ones. D. Yeah, and then some of them used to take the E, which is the or the square ones. The square ones. Yeah, these were like the (laughs) D ones. Then, so it take two of those. But the best thing about the Zoids, and they even included this in the advertising, is that once you've made your Zoids, you could pull them apart and put them back together again because they had these little rubber bolts. But you could face them off against each other. So I'd have like Zoidzilla, which is like a T Rex looking thing, and as it walked along, its mouth would open up and down, and its claws would kind of move. Then you could put it up against, like, the, the say, the, the mammoth one. And they were, like, red, the evil ones, and then, like, grey, I think, the, the good ones. And they, they'd slowly walk towards each other. Because they're battery-powered, you'd sit there watching the battle, and they'd gradually just kind of pull each other apart, so, like, parts of them would so come cool. off them. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Anything that used to fight each other, if you managed to get enough... Remember that telly boxer thing you used to have, where it used to be, like, the red boxer and the... Yeah, he'd have a boxing ring and these two fixed kind of boxes. Uh, almost like a ball game, but you'd have yeah, like two yeah, little exactly. joysticks. You'd have the yeah. two little joysticks and you'd have, to, you'd have to fight each other. But anything involved kind of 
because I'm sure there was these kind of spinner things they used to put into a ring as well and they used to kind of spin around and then battle each other and yeah. then one, one would stop and the other one would keep that's going that's kind of like spinning tops weren't they yeah, yeah and that would win so anything like that was just a that's, a that's a massive thing now I think I don't think it's more in America they're called Beyblade or something yeah Beyblade yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're massive and you get like metal ones that just destroy everything yeah yeah exactly I, I could get into those <laughs> I, I could get into any of these any of these kind of manga related modern kind of toys yeah it's just uh, i think they're a lot more detailed now than they were when we they've refined they've refined the art of kind of the getting kids addicted to shit from from our time definitely 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 i think with zoids i think i did look up and there was such there's such a thing now called zoids masterpiece or masterpiece zoids much like the transformers so i guess like for mugs like me you've got Disposable income. Disposable income, yeah. They'll just go out and spend a couple hundred quid in a Zoid. The stuff together. I need to... Some yeah. dust on your shelf, he says, looking over to his shelf. I did go for um, a phase of doing this. Loads like of... I've got loads of... But... Well, not loads, but a fair degree of 80s-related things on my shelves, which um, shows that I still have... I still have a connection to the past. Um, anything else? No, no, I think that's it. I think that is... That was is just my toys. Done. Right, there's one thing I discovered when doing my research, which I just want to give an, an honourable mention to. Was did you ever have the Fisher Price record player? It used to come no, with solid, seen them. solid disc records that used to play, and actually it worked. Did it actually play yeah. different tunes. So you used to have to you had to, each each track was like a, a solid record, but the the needle used to be like the pling 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 ah. pling. So when it used to hit a groove, it used to go pling 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 pling. Oh, that's bling, cool. Bling. So it's like a functional kind of a record, record player. player. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's pretty cool. And obviously, double sided records. So you I used to have like three or four records and built like an absolute tank as well. Yeah, I can picture it. I think I feel like I've seen them, but yeah, I never had one. No, no I, had, I had one of those. No, no trust me, I'd have much rather had um, some more Transformers. Than that. <laughs> Piece of <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> It's hard to us. Uh, it's hard to do anything but listen to a record player. Because you can kind of <laughs> didn't transform into a robot. No, or create fabricated storylines involving a record player. <laughs> but no. Um, so yeah, this has been the for me one of the most um, I say nostalgic of nostalgia drums. Yeah, same, same. Because they just even now they play a part in my life in some capacity. If somebody said to yeah. me. Like for, when you mention these masterworks version of the toys, I'm just like, mm. I could quite easily buy. Yeah, some the, of the those. collector in me just kind of wants to go back and start spending money on them again. But but what do you do with them? Exactly, they just they, just take, up, they, they just take up space. Like having gone through a, the, the best part stage about of collecting retro consoles and moving yeah. else, it's just it's a pain in the ass. The, the, like I said before, like it's all about that thrill of the chase, isn't it? Like when I was looking for masterpiece Transformers, I think it ended up being I was on a trip to the states, and I'd go to like a comic convention and they'd have them there but yes particularly when you're in the moment like that as yeah, well yeah, but yeah. I, I imagine I imagine toys now are a lot more complicated but definitely toys in our day used to be built to last mm. but when you look back they used to be attached to some really kind of weak storylines like He-Man probably being the worst and you can definitely tell that He-Man came before the action figure came before the cartoon because when you look at how weak some of the storylines are, it's pretty pathetic. Whereas the others feel like they're much stronger. Do you reckon it's like, as well, like during an episode, like a new character suddenly appears and that's going to be like a new toy that they can sell like the next... 100%. Yeah, yeah next 100%. Christmas. It kind of, the, the, the tail started wagging the dog, didn't they? I think is the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, originally yeah. it was all about creating a cool story and then just opportunistically Star Wars created some merchandise and it was like, let's create the merchandise because merchandise is a more regular cash flow 
and much more profitable than yeah, I imagine yeah. a cartoon. So it yeah. kind of the economy dictated it. But well, either look, way, that's, that was pretty good. We managed we managed to do that podcast twice and still be excited about it twice. And I think actually we got did it maybe even better the second time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for listening. We'll try not to delete this one. So hopefully this one will be going up soon. If it does get deleted, then it doesn't matter what I say now. So. <laughs> do it for the third time. 9.2. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, if you want to contact us with any stories about your childhood toys, action figures, you mm-hmm. can do so through... Yep. Go to nostalgiatron.com or visit us on Twitter and hi nostalgiatron. And yeah, any feedback's well recommended. If you enjoyed it, subscribe and like and give us a review. And thanks for listening. Yep. Yeah.